Welcome, everyone, to episode two of the Looks Like a Movie podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm here with Doug and Owen. And today we're going to be talking about our most anticipated movies of 2023. Please share the episode, like, comment, subscribe if you're on YouTube. We really appreciate it. Before we jump into our most anticipated movies of the year, we are going to go over the movie poll that we conducted in our Discord. To sum it up, it is pretty much our version of the Sight and Sound list, which was just released last month. We conducted a poll in our Discord and asked members to submit 10 movies that they would put on the sight and sound list. And then we put them all together and made a list. This is our Discord's thoughts on what the greatest movies ever are. And we're going to discuss some of the picks that stand out to us. Let's get started with that. Who wants to go first? Yeah, I I think that there's one obvious one that we're all going to talk about that is very, (laughs) that sticks out very early on. And that is... um... Well, first off, we should say, we should say, number one movie is 2001 A Space Odyssey, directed by Stanley mm-hmm. Kubrick. It kind of went by a landslide, which is fine. Number two movie is Mulholland Drive, and then it's Come and See, and then it's Stalker, the Tarkovsky film, then it's 12 Ugly Men, and then it's The Godfather, two, you know, pinnacle AFI greatest American movies ever. And then number seven <laughs> is, yeah. is Damien Chazelle's Whiplash, starring Miles Teller. <laughs> yeah, I figured this is where we were going to start. No, no, um, I, knew, I knew this is the one that everybody wants to talk about the most. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm, and I'm, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I should say I'm the biggest Whiplash fan in here, but I, it is like in my top 20 be movies brave, ever, so I guess, it, I guess I'm the biggest Out of the three of us, you are definitely the biggest Whiplash fan. Yeah, You're and whiplash as a huge guy. Whiplash fan, I would prefer if this movie, I mean, I'm not like upset it's on the list but like outside of the top 50 at least would be like a pretty good placement i think if people were gonna vote for it yeah i want to reiterate that it's it's right behind the godfather uh. yeah and right in front of taxi driver which i know isn't like the best comparison but it's still like i don't know it's, it's just <laughs> like, silly. like the movies that it's sandwiched between are are pretty wild <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah, Whiplash, which, I, yeah, we like Whiplash, you know, it's Miles Teller drummer movie, right? Uh, the movie's good. We're all Damien Chazelle fans in here, I think, be- at yeah. least because of Babylon, at the very least. Uh, yeah, yes. I don't know, but, uh, are you a, are you a La La Land fan? Uh, I tried to watch it, like, last week, and I fell asleep, like, ten minutes. I watched La La Land yeah. this morning, and actually, which is funny that we <laughs> that were talking about it. I watched yeah. La La Land this morning, and I liked it a lot. I love that movie, but I was really thinking, like, man, this is just <laughs> a worse Babylon. <laughs> yeah, and La La Land's also on the list at number 39. Um, oh, so Damien Chazelle is very heavily represented like, for, like, a new... Which, also, I want to... It's by, La La Land is at number 39. It is wedged between There Will Be Blood and blue velvet oh yeah. yeah um there's a lot of like i don't know we could we could look for some of the most interesting like movies that are between two movies um but there's a lot of them that are like the they stand out because of the movies that that they're surrounded by um the movie i want to talk about is do the right thing because that's my favorite placement on the list i'm happy that like i don't know i mean we we showed do the right thing yeah we should talk and... do the right thing you have two spots and you have everything everywhere all at once <laughs> yeah exactly 16 which <laughs> kind of sums up the entire list because um we, we all kind of saw this coming but this is a very boring list and there's yeah. a lot of like newer movies that are quote unquote good 
that recency kind of bias. In here. Yeah, recency bias is really it's, strong. Yeah, here. is rampant yeah. on this list. And there's like bit. movies that I'm just like, and it's not even like there, there's movies that I genuinely like really like, and I'm just like, this is the last movie that I would expect to be on like a top 100 of all time list. Like, like I yeah. think Climax rocks, but the last thing I would expect is to see Climax on a list of like the hundred greatest movies ever. Like that's just so like just, it was just so silly. surprising to me. Yeah. It's a silly um, movie to be. Yeah, climax at number seventy-seven is yeah, very silly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like it's too high on the list or anything. I'm just yeah. like, I just don't think it's a movie I would expect to be on the list at all. Um, um, no, I think like do the right thing is at number fourteen. It's right above La Hain, La Ain, Sorry, um, and I think that's really cool that it's on there. Um, yeah, I think that, so this is kind of like something that I think is interesting. It's a little bit of a clinky dink. Is that at number eleven and twelve are yeah. Parasite? and portrait of a lady on fire same year same yeah. year um they were both like the critical darlings of 2019 uh it, it's i don't know i think it's it's very it's very interesting that that just happened to happen uh yeah and when you think about like just like recency bias in general it's like i'm just looking at like the top 20 alone like you mentioned parasite and portrait of a lady on fire and then we already talked about whiplash everything everywhere all at once and then like moonlight and it's like if one of those movies was in the top 20 then you'd be like, oh, not much recency bias at all. But the fact that like five movies from not even the past 10 years are like already in, unless I'm missing something, but yeah, five movies in like the top 20 from just the past, like, what is that? Eight years, I guess. Um, yeah. Like that's insane. <laughs> I think that's yeah. a lot of new movies. And granted, like obviously a lot of the people that were polled are like very young. <laughs> um, so they're going to show like favoritism for it those definitely movies. Shows but... here. Yeah. Um, and there's like fun picks like there's like picks that I think are like genuinely yeah. like show some kind of like personality like obviously most of these picks are like movies that you might expect but like I know I haven't seen it but I know that most people are in agreement that they were all like pretty happy that hard-boiled got on the list yeah hard-boiled yeah. which is where is that it's that on 58. 58. 58 58 yeah that's really yeah. interesting um and there's other like just interesting movies that would end up on a list like this like at number 92, um, Jonas Mikas is, as I was moving ahead occasionally, I saw brief glimpses of beauty, which is kind of like this avant-garde documentary autobiography kind of thing. Um, th that's just, for that to make a list like this is really fascinating. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, do you, uh, do you guys have like a, a favorite movie on the list? Because for me, at least, like when it came to my vote, I think I could be wrong, but I think five out of the 10 movies I voted for made the list. So like I have a lot of <laughs> representation with my favorite movies on the list. Yeah. I mean, possession being at number nine is uh, that I feel seen with that. Yeah. Uh, the Zalowski film in the top 10, which is um, by far and away the most obscure movie in the top 30. Um, yeah. Well, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Is possession more obscure than, in terms of just like how many people have seen it, like a brighter summer day, like I think way more people have probably seen Possession. No, uh, well we can okay. So Possession has we'll a hundred and fifty k members. Yeah, and brighter summer, summer day only has fifty k. Oh really? So, yeah, big there difference. You go. There's the um, numbers. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted that's only Letterbox, but I just think in like general, it's probably I'd say Possession's probably more popular Man, than that. I thought Edward Yang was popping a little bit more because he is <laughs> also kind of underseen. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I have two movies in my top five on the list as well. Like Memories of Murder and uh, Do the Right Thing are both like 
five favorite movies ever for me, and they're both in the top like forty. So, I'm yeah, this list is fucking bizarre. It's a list. <laughs> also, another thing that's just like interesting that happened. It's a coincidence is that Rear Window and Vertigo are right next to each other. Rear Window is at sixty six, and then Vertigo is at sixty seven. Both Alfred Hitchcock movies that came out within like three, two, four years of each other. Like yeah right next to each other on the list I, that's interesting uh yeah i think that kind of area of the list is really interesting the uh the bottom half especially like i think you got something at like metropolis at 78 yeah, uh, yeah. and then eight and then sandwiched with that is lawrence of arabia and eight and a half and you talk yeah. about how many of the films at the beginning are films that come out recently recency bias i think the films that just kind of squeaked in there are some like really like important legendary films that maybe have not been seen by most people in Discord because yeah, they're you want to talk about obscure, bro? Fucking um, on the Silver Globe, which is Zolowski's kind of like yeah uh, uh, mm-hmm. lost film. I think it was lost for a second uh, from like 1988. <laughs> is that 87? Like that's crazy that that made the yeah. list somehow. Yeah. Um, um. Oh, and is is Blowout your favorite movie on the list? possibly <laughs> uh yeah i'm happy that it made it there i would you know obviously you, you hope for higher but i think that that's the only uh that's the only brian de palma film on the list i think yeah but, i think so as well uh so yeah. yeah i'm happy that that if if any de palma would make the list i'm happy that blowout made the list um but you know you'd hope for i think um house is being on the list as well i really like uh metropolis yeah, yeah I, i'm happy with what's on the list i just you know you'd hope for more kind of style and personality i guess you could say on the list it yeah it's very like weird and confused yeah i mean on my end at least like i'm 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 kind of happy with the personality that like squeaks through on the list <laughs> because of the fact that like we know this is a collective of like random film lovers yeah. on the internet you know what i mean it's not like it's not like we're polling like experts or film directors or anything like yeah, that yeah. it's like these are just people who like movies on the internet and for that reason, I'm like, I feel like this list has maybe more personality than I would have expected because I thought it would be like even more basic than this. Um, so I don't know. I'm pretty happy in terms of like what's actually on it. Um, Doug, did you have something to say or is, uh, is anybody? No, I just no. I think the list is interesting yeah. to kind of look at because like yeah, there's just like there is like a little bit of personality in it. Like there's uh, <laughs> the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, female parade of roses, daisies, uh, yeah. like before sunrise, mommy, by the Xavier Dolan film, and like stuff like that is like, oh wow, this is like, this is like kind of like more like underseen, interesting kind of arty movies that uh maybe aren't like as publicly um understood or like in the like like the the, the general zeitgeist of the world. So it's yeah. a little yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's move on from talking about that. We're going to get into our 2023 movies. Um, if you are interested in something like that discord list or you want to participate in like more events, you could find us on our socials and you can find the discord on there. We're going to be doing our votes for our 2022 movie awards soon. So if that sounds appealing to you, then, yeah, join the discord and you can come talk to us and, and talk about movies and participate and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we have a long list of anticipated movies to get through. We're going to see how many we can get through. Uh, but let's get started. We're going to, I organized the way that we're going to be talking about this list. And I figured that we should just get like these two movies out of the way first Big because guns. they are like 
they are like the big meme. They are like the when people talk one. about 2023 <laughs> movies, they're like, we have to talk about these. So we're going to start talking about Barbie and Oppenheimer because like, what else? Um, so let's uh, let's go into Barbie first, I guess. Um, I mean, really, we could do this in either order. But yeah, they come out on the same day. That's why they're being talked about together so much how how excited are you guys for barbie so i was super excited for barbie because i think greta gerwig's um last two films ladybird and little women are like really exceptional pieces of just art and filmmaking but uh so i was you know i was excited for like her you know her next movie her next you know just based off of that because i like her previous work and then the barbie trailer came out and <laughs> uh maybe i i know i know that i'm in the minority when i say this the barbie trailer made me less excited for the movie than i was previously uh because the trailer just kind of looked like a movie that i did not want to see it looked very like it looked very like parody like extremely yeah. parody and i i don't know what i was expecting but it was just like i don't know this could be a weird comparison because i <laughs> i remember watching this movie when i was i don't even know like a child but the the trailer gave me a lot of like like hairspray vibes um obviously oh. it's like designed to like emulate 2001 a space odyssey but just in terms of like when you when you look past that like shtick and like actually look at like what scenes they're showing in the trailer i'm like yeah this kind of looks like like a, a hairspray type thing the only reason why i'm like i have faith is because it's greta gerwig and like so far for me like she's i mean obviously it's only two movies but like not even just undefeated for me but like lady bird is literally one of my favorite movies ever <laughs> um so like i i want to hold out hope that that it's going to be good um but it seems yeah. like yeah i don't know like you say you're in the minority but it seems like a lot of people saw that trailer and like they're already complaining about the movie at least on like my side of the internet yeah i think I, the movie's gonna probably be good and we're, ta we're talking about greta <laughs> yeah. gerwig's direction written and uh written by greta gerwig and noah bomback like it's gonna be good you yeah know? but it's just like it's it's not the kind of movie that i was expecting that i thought it was going to be or maybe the, it's not the kind of movie that i think i wanted it to be i think is the better way to put it but it's also yeah. you know margot robbie friend of the pod uh <laughs> friend of the pod margot <laughs> yeah. robbie uh she's she's starring as a titular barbie so yeah. um so that's like something to be excited about and also um ryan gosling is yeah well so I was another, another friend of the pod yeah exactly <laughs> we gotta stop throwing that term around <laughs> yeah we um, have many friends yeah we're not friends of <laughs> marco robbie isn't friends of the, of the pod is that what you I want mean, to say if she's uh, listening then are she you is, implying that marco robbie and ryan gosling are not friends of the pod no no no. i would never say that i mean ryan gosling <laughs> is is a, is a dear friend to me I like, <laughs> He's a dear like friend ryan gosling is one of my favorite like i see the thing is is like i was way more excited for ryan gosling to be in this movie because i'm obsessed with ryan gosling but now that we're like coming off like the babylon hype i'm like maybe i am more excited for margot robbie because like i don't not not to like discredit her as an actress at all but like she's not like one of the few actors where i'm like super excited to see literally anything that they're in like ryan gosling to me is like one of those people but now that like the whole babylon thing happened i'm like okay maybe i just want to see margot robbie in something else like immediately now yeah no i'm i'm definitely excited for Barbie. I think the trailer left me kind of a little confused. Not necessarily a bad thing or a good thing. It is just kind of I'm waiting for more. But out of the two movies coming out that day, this is the one I'm more excited for. for sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, 
yeah i think i have to agree just because it's a greta gerwig movie and um i don't it's it's also it's hard to be like oh like i am not excited for um <laughs> christopher Nolan's Nolan. next yeah, movie yeah, yeah. yeah when he's coming off of tenet which is maybe his most different interesting. and interesting projects yet yeah. uh yeah so it's like he's coming into his own but it's like you know it's it's like a <laughs> uh that movie um oppenheimer it's like it's starring every white boy of the week is in that movie <laughs> it's like yeah. alien murphy is doing his thing it's, yeah i don't know it's it's um yeah. here's where i'm gonna rebuttal i'm okay not that i'm not excited <laughs> for barbie but somebody has to somebody has to go against the crowd so i'm gonna be the one that says i'm more excited for oppenheimer and the only thing my only logic for this, and people could rip me apart for this, like whatever. Um, I like you say every like white boy of the week, but Killian Mur Murphy, like <laughs> that's my white boy. Like that's my, like, <laughs> like if I had to pick out of all the white boys, I'm like it's Killian Murphy. Like I'm it's not a <laughs> Josh Dunn. I'm who? Josh Dunn. <laughs> Who's Josh? Dunn? <laughs> Isn't oh no, that's the guy from Twitter Josh Pilots. Peck from Josh Peck from uh, Chicken Josh. Josh. Yeah, Josh Peck is who I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, Toronto's <laughs> in it, so I'm not excited for that. Part. Oh, we don't need, we don't need to have a conversation about that right now, but yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I love the <laughs> blinders, I love Killian Murphy. Like, I'm happy that he's, I don't know, because like he's my favorite part when he's just like a supporting character in any movie, and I'm like, now he's this is like his, I don't, I don't want to say it's his big like thing because obviously he's like world famous at this point but like in terms say, of like a leading role at least like other <laughs> other outside of peaky blinders like this is his first like big like like leading role in a movie um uh, yeah yeah it's uh, his biggest I just, leading I'm role i'm gonna run through the cast the confirmed cast of oppenheimer real yeah, quick yeah, because it's been around, it's been uh, the blog. killian murphy emily blunt florence Pugh, matt damon kenneth Branagh. Josh Hartnett, Benny Safdie, Gary Ullman, Robert Downey Jr., Remy Malik, Alex Wolf, Casey Affleck. <laughs> like, what are we talking yeah. about? Did you mention Dane Dehan? I don't know if he's confirmed, but he is on Letterboxd uh, at least. Shout out Dane. Oh, Dane Dehan. Yeah, yeah. Friend of the pod. I'm, I'm excited to see Benny Safdie in it. Like, I want to see I Benny like, Safdie in a, yeah. a non-Safdie movie. No, 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 no. I, we are not the same. Get Benny Safdie out of these stupid fucking projects. When I saw Benny Safdie in that Star Wars show, I was so pissed off. Get him behind the camera. Get him making more movies. Um, yeah, but it's like, it's not like he's like, I, like I don't think, I don't think being in these have. movies is taking that much away from his directing because it's not like yeah. he's like starring in these movies. Like he's always playing pretty small roles. Let uh, Benny have fun, right? Yeah, like, like let him have fun when he's not directing. No, like let him let, let him have yeah, fun working with his brother making new movies for me. It's not like he's a bad actor. Like, he's a good no, he's actor. He's a good actor, but guess what? He's he's a better director. <laughs> yeah, sure, but like he could do both. Like, let him do yeah, both. Yeah. It's not yeah. like he's like starring in movies and it's taking up like years of his time. <laughs> like yeah. he'll let be fine. They're gonna make a new movie and we'll all my love bad, it. Like it's fine. My bad. Um, okay, let's move on to what is my most anticipated movie of the year. I don't know where you guys stand on what your oh, most anticipated is, yeah. but Dune Part 2 is my is my number one. Like, Dune, for the year that it came out, what was that, 2021? Um, like, that was one of my top two movies of the year. It's one of my only two five-star ratings that I gave out that year. I love Dune. Um, so I'm very excited to see Dune Part 2. Dune 1 was a moment for me. I <laughs> I single-handedly made my whole friend group excited for that movie because I would not shut the fuck up about it. Like, I remember when the when the memes for the first Dune started happening, um, like, started when uh, they were like, 
oh, X random person has uh, joined the cast of Dune or whatever. <laughs> I was like freaking the fuck out because I was like, Denny Villeneuve Dune movie with an all-star cast is going to be the greatest movie ever made. And, you know, I like, I, it wasn't too far off. Uh, that movie's really good. Uh, and, yeah, so Dune Part 2 is obviously, there's going to be a moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's just like, I'm also the place that I'm coming from at least is like, and I just watched one of his movies the other day. I, I watched Maelstrom the other day. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Um, but like Denis might be my favorite director. Like, I don't really want to put a label on it because I'm not like entirely sure. But like, he's certainly in the conversation for me, at least. Um, and yeah, like Dune might. I don't know if it's a crazy thing to say. But yeah, Dune's probably my favorite movie by him, I guess. Um, so yeah, like I can only imagine that part two is going to stack up for me because i don't see how much different yeah. it could be like it's really just like as long as they stick to what 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 the first one did good stick to what they were doing. yeah exactly like there's no way there's gonna be a bad movie um and yeah. there's I just like new cast you know about dune but the, the this like the second part of the story that he has to adapt now is going to be much more in the book at least it is much more surreal it is much more like druggy like trippy kind of like like not grounded in reality kind of storytelling and that is not something that Denny has ever really played with yeah. outside of Enemy. But even Enemy was pretty grounded. Um, yeah. So it's like I am curious to see how he handles uh, this challenge. Uh, yeah. How do we feel about Austin Butler? Because like obviously like Florence Pugh is an addition, but it's like you know like everybody likes Florence Pugh pretty much. I think. I have an Austin Butler poster somewhere. I don't know where it is though. <laughs> Just like him. <laughs> Maybe no, now's it's, the it's time to look for your Elvis. No, no, it's an Elvis book. I think it's great. I love the casting. Um, yeah. There was a lot of names circling around that I would have been happy with. And I think this kind of came at a great time for Austin Butler. He is really yeah. rising on the rankings here with the there startup. There was that rumor that Robert Pattinson was going to get the Austin Butler role. Um, yeah. It's a good thing he did it because he is probably a little too old to be um <laughs> to be yeah. Jalamis equal. But yeah. uh, I also feel yeah. like he's too big of a star almost for that role. I don't know if there's I don't know if there's too big of a star for like no, but I, I I don't know. I feel like he's like kind of this like really big thing right now, and I feel like I yeah. would like to see him kind of do bigger things. I think from our perspective, I like Austin Butler is like a really fun. Pick yeah, there. yeah. I was gonna say like from our perspective, I feel like we like, like <laughs> we're all big Robert Pattinson fans here at least, if I'm not mistaken. I'm like, like, that's like we want to see like Robert Pattinson and literally everything, but at the yeah. same time, it's yeah. like we don't need to put him in everything. <laughs> like, like we're gonna like all the Robert Pattinson movies that we like. We're are not like, yeah. but we're gonna be excited to see like every Robert Pattinson movie coming out. Like that doesn't mean we have to put him in every big blockbuster. Cause like, if it was up to us, like, yeah, yeah we would love to see him in like literally everything, but I don't know. I think Austin Butler is like a, is like a fine yeah. um, person to fill that role. Yeah. Austin Butler is a great actor. Uh, Florence <laughs> B is a great actress. Uh, yeah, it'll, yeah. I'm a really, yeah. and, and Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken is oh, I forgot about that. Well. That casting might be the best one. Well, yeah. Okay. If, <laughs> this is a little bit of a book nerd, like Dune annoying kind of point, but it's like, really, it's like, actually, it's kind of bad casting when you think about like book accuracy, because in the book, the, the, the spice is supposed to like slow down your aging. So the emperor is actually supposed to look like he's in his mid thirties. 
and mm. Christopher Walken looks like he's 90 years old. Yeah. But, um, no, it's what if they de yeah, I, mean, I wasn't Walken. even aware of that, like, from the book. If they de-age Christopher Walken, a man that de-age Christopher Walken, a man that everyone knows is old now, and you make yeah. him look young, I feel like that, Um, if they go down that path, is actually really interesting with the whole, like, showing his de-agement, or he's being young in an old man's body kind of thing. Yeah, D yeah. Christopher Walken is 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 a power move there. That's interesting. <laughs> I'm curious if we're gonna hear hear about that. Like, and then they don't there. do it. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, they probably won't. But they probably yeah. won't. But I think that would be interesting. I still, uh, yeah, I just like it. I mean, obviously, like I didn't know that book stuff, so I guess that yeah, like, doesn't read. In terms, of, in terms of accuracy, that's disappointing. But just in terms of like casting alone, I'm like, I yeah, I like Christopher Walken. Like, that's a fun, that's a fun pick. <laughs> but um, anyway, let's move on to Killers of the Flower Moon. How how excited are we? for this i'm excited for it i the the production of the movie confuses me a little bit because there was like that report like halfway through the movie that um jesse plevins is actually the lead like protagonist main character and then like there was like more reports that like oh no it's actually like still uh leonardo dicaprio so like the top build like main character and it's like yeah. i don't i don't understand <laughs> Um, I would prefer it to be Jesse Plemons. I don't know if that's a crazy thing to yeah, say. I love Jesse Plemons. I'm kind of snoozed out on this whole Martin Leo thing. I really, I, <laughs> I really couldn't be. I, I'll see it just because of what it is in theaters, but I am not like the excitement level on this movie is not there for me. Yeah. Do you guys know what the movie's about other than that it's like no a Western? clue? I know no that idea. the title sounds pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, a it's, clue. It's, um, it's based know, on like, a book, right? Yeah, it's based on a book. And Jesse Plemons' character, he's like an FBI agent. Um, he's like, but he's like, he's like a morally ambiguous FBI agent that like figures out like something that's bad that's happening on like the like uh, Native American yeah. reservation. I mean, the letterbox yeah. summary sound like I just I just quickly glanced at the letter letterbox summary, and now I'm like I didn't even know any of this going in, like going into this podcast. I'm like, this sounds exciting now. I'm like yeah, I read the summary, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh shit, this sounds cool. It gives me like I mean, obviously only because of oil. I'm like now I'm thinking like there will be blood, but also just like <laughs> I I want to like <laughs> like this this just like I don't know like the the whole crime aspect of it. I'm like okay, this could be interesting. I. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm also not of like the <laughs> I don't want to say I'm not like tired of the whole Leo and like Martin pairing, but at the same time it's like <laughs> you're talking about like maybe the most iconic like, yeah, like I mean, actor director pairing in history. It's like well, it's a bit different than just like spice any... it up a little. It's eh? not even okay, it's not even the most iconic um actor pairing director for um Martin Scorsese. So don't don't like but yeah, yeah. You, well you do have you have okay, yeah, 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 right after yeah, Robert Niro. Right. He yeah, is yeah, in the okay. movie. Okay, also true. Brandon Fraser may be in a good movie for once. This is true. Yeah. And Fraser's first good movie in a while. <laughs> what I what I'll say about it is like I hope that it's a good movie, but it's not like towards the top of my yeah, list. Yeah, no, I'm no assuming it'll be great movie, good movie, whatever top yeah. 10, 20 of the year. Uh I just yeah, I don't really care. I yeah. I, I I could go at this moment. That, I mean, I a, tra a trailer might sell me this dumb little poster. Yeah, I don't care. I'm curious. <laughs> on the, I'm curious on the vibe because I think like, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. like Mar I mean, Scorsese has like a I I think at least like has a pretty because this like I mean obviously I'm only going off a letterbox summary, but like if it is like a a crime movie, I feel like he has a pretty like 
distinct vibe when he does yeah. crime. You don't um, say. You don't say. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it's like I don't know. Maybe this will be different. But like, if it's just the same, then I'm like, I don't know how much more I would like this than the other ones. But um, yeah, guys, but yeah, like, I think it's trailer. Do you guys like um, the Irishman? I. I don't know. Like, I okay. I think The Irishman's a, a good movie, um, but like, it's not. I, that's the thing with his movies in general for me is like, I'm all of a lot of them are really good movies. None of them are like personal favorites of mine, and that's like where my beef is. Where it's like, this is somebody who is like one of the greatest directors ever. And and I have never like connected with a single movie of his enough for it to be like one of my personal favorites. Like I I've enjoyed most of the ones I've watched, but I want to like love one. Like I want to like be obsessed with one. Um, and yeah, like The Irishman was just like I don't know. I watched it in my college dorm room, and I started it at like two a.m. and forgot that it was like three and a half hours long, and I did not finish it in one sitting. So yeah. No, for me, if this was a movie that wasn't coming out 2022, if this was just a movie on Letterbox, I was like, oh, that looks interesting. I, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't click it because it doesn't look interesting to me. It's another movie that I would be like, oh, I want to watch this and then go out of my way and watch it. But it coming out, I will check it out just because it's in theaters. Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, it's just like something that I'd be like, or like I, I haven't, I've only seen a couple of Martin movies. I like some of them, some of them, and I'm like, whatever. But it's not a movie I would actively search out now if it was just available for me. Yeah. That's Before we go on to the next fair. one, are you an Irishman fan, Doug? Yeah, I love that movie. It's his I favorite movie. Big, okay. yeah. It's not my favorite movie. I'm a <laughs> big fan of Martin Scorsese. I'm probably the biggest Martin Scorsese fan out of the three of us by a good Oh, yeah, budget. by far. That's, yeah. that's your kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say like that. <laughs> Speaking of directors that we're big fans of, let's move on to <laughs> Asteroid City, a new Wes Anderson movie. I i'm excited for any wes anderson movie that comes out this this is like one of those situations where it's like unlike scorsese i'm like this is a director who makes movies that end up on my list of personal favorites um yeah i have no idea what the fuck this movie's about <laughs> yeah that's the only thing we can't yeah, really is, talk in too much detail the... about it because we don't know anything but like but it's because wes anderson so i guess we're just going off ridiculous. that Oh, yeah. is this where I this is this this is where I confess and I talk oh, about how um, Scarlett Johansson is one of my favorite actresses of all time. <laughs> okay, I mean, uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's just yeah, like, Scarlett Johansson, like, 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 Maya Hawk, yeah, Maya Hawk, yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting how much like how big her role is. Yeah, because um, she's what I'm not like, curious to say because I'm well, like, it's, like, it's uh, supposedly the lead is going to be played by Margot Robbie and whatever this movie is. Yeah. Margot Robbie, Robbie is going to be a little, a little, a little run here. I like that a lot. That's probably like, I don't know. The cast kind of seems a little safe. Uh, it is like the kind of like, it almost feels very like typical. Is it safe? Anderson. I feel like it's deep. It's well, yeah, but it's it's, one of it's those things, deep, but it's not like this is a very modern, interesting for Wes Anderson. Yeah, but yeah, it's like okay. a big modern Wes Anderson. It's not a problem. It's actually very lucky for him. It's a big yeah, modern yeah, yeah. Wes Anderson thing where it's like everybody in Hollywood likes him, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. So and he has a lot of friends, and his friends are eager to be in his movies, yeah, right? Yeah. Um. So he is he does not have to flex very hard to get like you know, like the most famous man ever to play like 17th lead in this movie. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the casting all point out that I like am interested to see because he's pretty, um, at least on Letterboxd, he's pretty high on the cast list above like some, <laughs> some major names. 
is leave Schreiber. Like, I wonder what role he's going to yeah, play. Yeah, I like him. Because um, he's Never like, yeah, he's like an actor that I really like, I feel like. what He was in the the French Dispatch. What, what, who, who was he in that? He was... Uh... I, yeah, I'm, I'm like, look, I, yeah, because I was looking uh... at the movie and I was like, I do not remember him being in the French Dispatch. Yeah, he probably oh, showed up in the TV movie. TV host. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh, interviewing, uh, who's also in this movie, uh, Jeffrey Wright in that kind of last section okay um, yeah, yeah. yeah i mean i i like wes anderson a lot it's just really tough for me to really get that infested or care right now because it's just a title and a poster and some yeah. names attached yeah, that's to it. my thing it's like, it's like people are talking about asteroid city being like their most anticipated movie and it's yeah like, i sure, just there's nothing concept. for me really to kind of grasp at here uh what give me a trailer give me a couple like stills of the movie and then yeah i'll be excited i i'm sure i'll love this it's just there's really nothing here that is really like screaming at me to be like this is gonna be one of my favorites of the year. Yeah, I mean, all I'm gonna say is like from my perspective, I'm like, I, I mean, obviously this is like a just just like in Wes Anderson's defense, but I'm like, I don't really need like, I don't need anything to like grab onto to be excited for a Wes Anderson movie because I, I it's it's mostly like I'm. I know I'm going to like the cast, right? Because like Wes Anderson cast is always going to be like loaded with talented actors. I know I'm going to like the style because I love Wes Anderson style. Like I already know what I'm signing up for. And as far as I know, like from the Wes Anderson movies that I've seen, I think he always like picks an interesting story to tell. Like I feel like he always has an interesting yeah. story to tell. So there's just like a real like I, I could just be anticipated enough off the idea that like there's a no, Wes Anderson yeah, movie coming fair. out. Like I don't need anything else to like to to get me excited for it i'm like there's a wes anderson movie i'm gonna watch it <laughs> like it's probably gonna be a movie that i like hopefully yeah i it'll be good um yeah i'm sure um, i'm sure it'll be good yeah let's I go just on can't to say much more than that, really. afraid so um, disappointment boulevard uh was <laughs> silly, my... <laughs> silly, silly yeah. yeah it was my, what this was actually like one of my most anticipated movies for and a they long the time name. And then the poster came out, and I was like, "This is an ugly ass poster." Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of the poster either. Um, and I don't know that, like, oh, see, that's the thing where it's like Ari Aster, like by name as a director, like, like how I was just talking about Wes Anderson, like. I can't do that yet with him, even though he's made like two of my favorite movies of the past couple of years. And specifically Midsummer was literally my favorite movie of 2019. So like, I want to say there's enough hype well, there. But... but the difference with Bo's Afraid is that um, there we've seen like stills, not well, not like film stills, but we've seen like set photos and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's like Joaquin Phoenix in his little like robe. Yeah, in his little robe. <laughs> so I, have, like, I have like a little bit of an idea of like what this movie might be. Um, yeah. And that was enough to get me really excited for it. That excitement kind of really deflated once the poster came out. <laughs> I was like, this is, poster is so bad. Interesting. I, okay. The other thing that I'm going to say, because the only thing that Letterboxd offers to us in terms of a description <laughs> is that the movie was described as a zonky nightmare comedy. Like that alone, which it shouldn't. But like when I think <laughs> about like the comedy in Midsummer with um, Will Poulter's character, I'm like, that was like like will poulter's lines in midsummer for me in 2019 were like some of the hardest i've laughed at a movie that year so i'm like if ari aster's really gonna like play into the comedy <laughs> like like take advantage of like making a comedic movie then i think it could be like something that i really like because i i feel like he has like a talent for that like i feel like he has a good like comedic talent yeah for sure 
yeah, so this is a weird kind of spot that I'm in. But I so I have not seen any Ariaster feature. But what oh. I have seen, what I have seen oh, is I've seen his short film named not anything about the which, Johnsons. Which is I'm pretty sure, like I've I've looked at some stuff. I think that this is has something to do with that short film. No, this is my understanding is that this is like confirmed a completely fe- different no like it's a it's a feature-length version of the short of the film, short film yeah. okay so yeah so i've seen that short but i haven't seen anything he's done uh i'm sure i'll see it just because in theaters but i yeah ariaster isn't something that's like totally um a director that i'm you know a big fan of because i really haven't seen anything he's made but uh, the, uh, the short's interesting yeah you would like if you were in the mood for it you would like both of his feature films um yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think you'd like Hereditary like a good deal more probably. Really, that one looks like um, and that seems to be like the consensus. But that I'm a looks huge like Midsummer fan. That um, one looks bad. Did you say Hereditary oh. looks bad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's not go into that. Um, let's move <laughs> on to the next movie. Um, I don't know how excited you guys are for this movie, but my oh, anticipation for Creed three could not be higher. Like yeah, Creed three, one hundred and sixty three minutes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> don't care. Make it two hundred minutes. I'm still watching. Yeah, like, this is a, I saw the Michael B. Max. Jordan can't direct. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. That might be true. Can't cut his own movie. One hundred and sixty three. Oh wait, what the fuck? Michael B. Jordan is directing this movie. Indeed, yeah. yeah, directorial debut. Yeah, uh, this is a scary oh, one. Fuck. I thought you, I thought you went into this knowing that already. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize that. I watched yeah. the um, I watched. So, what movie was it? Was it Avatar? I saw Avatar, opening night, and um, so curious how these are gonna connect. <laughs> and uh, there was a little uh, Creed three preview. Oh, like featurette okay. that played before it, and I was like, oh, this looks fun. It's a little IMAX boxing movie. Um. And that was like that's that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize Michael B. Jordan directed this movie shot on IMAX. Like, yeah, um, yeah, this movie should not be 163 minutes long. I I just looked at that did and I did it not. This movie, wait, what the fuck? He writes. I don't know. Did he? Uh, um, no. No, he... no, 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 no. Ryan Coogler. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because they're still connected. Yeah, He's still connected. Ryan Coogler's um... still connected to the project. I'm. I mean, I'll talk about this because I'm clearly like probably more. Yeah, go ahead. Excited than the both of you, but like. I am a huge fan of the first two Creed movies. I I think they genuinely like surprised me with how good they were because it's like I don't know. The thing about the Rocky franchise is like yeah, the first Rocky is amazing. Um and like I happen to really like all of the other Rocky movies and there's like a big sentimental connection for me there. And then when they were going to like continue the franchise with somebody else i i i don't know like would have been cautious but that person was michael b jordan so i was like okay now i'm excited <laughs> like now i now i want to watch this um and yeah like i i was genuinely like surprised to see how good both of the creed movies were for me like i'm really into this and now you're adding jonathan majors to it and i'm like obsessed with that guy um like i've talked about that nonstop how much i love jonathan majors and i'm just like when you watch the trailer for creed 3 it's like this is clearly i mean i don't know like obviously it's like a little bit on like the corny side because you're talking about yeah well it's It's like we're talking about a sports movie like yeah exactly but that's what that's what i'm a big like sports movie endorser and i and i've like i don't this is you guys don't have to agree with me on this but this is like just something that i've always said about sports movies i like 
like they need a corniness like sports movies are not like you know what i mean like sports movies are going to follow for the most part i mean obviously there's exceptions when it's like something like i guess like really serious but like sports movies for the most part are gonna follow like certain like things to a t like they're gonna hit a lot of like the sports movie tropes like you're expecting a happy ending all of these kinds of things like it's just like stuff that happens and i'm like that's why when people were talking about like you know hustle with adam sandler this past year being like like formulaic whatever boring basically i'm like bro like this is like it's a sports movie (laughs) like we're not like i don't know at least in my eyes like i don't look at them quite the same way so when I look at Creed 3, I'm like, I want it to be a little corny because I'm like, I'm buying into this. Like, I'm I'm just here to have fun. And like taking two yeah, actors yeah. who I love and like pitting them against each other, like that's fun to me if it's going to be this fun like boxing movie. Yeah, I listen, I think it's I think the trailer and the featurette that I, the IMAX featurette I saw before Avatar, um, it looks good. It looks good. Uh, that's what I, I think I texted you that. I was like, Creed 3 looks good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Because yeah, um... <laughs> I figured like you'd be, I don't know. I mean, Again, it's not like it's not like it should be like that high on either of your lists for like most anticipated. But for me, I'm like, this is probably in like my top five, to be honest. I'm like, interested. Definitely not my top five. I'm interested to see um, it more now because Michael B. Jordan is directing it. I didn't realize. Yeah. That. And yeah, that's I that's like the other thing. We can knock out another movie right now if we want to skip a little bit in the list. If we want to talk about the new Insidious movie. I know that neither of you have going to have a lot to say about that. But another situation like Creed 3, um, Insidious 5 is going to be, or 5 or 6, whatever, is going to be directed by uh, Patrick Wilson, who is also like the the lead of that franchise, similar to Michael B. Jordan and Creed. Um, And that's also going to be Patrick Wilson's directorial debut. Uh, And just just that alone, like, because I'm a big fan of the Insidious franchise, obviously, but like, and I'm a huge fan of Patrick Wilson. So like that alone makes me go like, this is really interesting because it's like, you get to a point or you're with a character, like same thing with Creed and like now this Insidious franchise, you get to the point where like you're with this character for long enough that like you are like inside of their head and you understand them and the world that they're in more than like any other like like running gun like like for hire filmmaker that like the actor is like now become like the expert on how to make these movies a little bit. Um, yeah. And I think that's No, it is an, it is an interesting thing, like an interesting concept. And I think I'm going to like I don't I don't know that I'm going to commit to this, but I guess I have to do like some sort of insidious binge before the next movie. <laughs> um uh, and yeah, but as together, like together. you guys know better than anybody how easily I get scared. So like the idea okay. of binging like insidious by myself, which is like easily one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Um not sure not sure how excited Wait, you've I seen am. the you've seen the original one? Yeah. If you want, Kevin, we can watch. I think I've seen the second one on call. If it makes you feel more comfortable, yeah, we can all do a big call and we can go through them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like make, very nice of you guys. Like, I don't know that it's all that necessary, and... but like, because I just like, okay, this is probably not a, not an accurate comparison, but I just, uh, what was it? Um, Haunting of Hill House. I just watched the first episode the other day because I finally like people have told me to watch this over and over and over again, and I'm like, okay, I'm finally going to commit to it. Yeah, and and the first episode, I was like, okay, this is like, I've, and and the thing is, is like, I posted on my on my Snapchat, I was like, I'm watching the first episode finally. I like, I know you guys all wanted me to watch it, and everybody swipes up, and they're like, oh, like, don't worry, like, it's not that scary. You don't you don't have to be that nervous. And I'm like, I'm watching the first episode. I'm like, bro, this is fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, I'm like, there's like three jump scares, and they ruin my whole night. I was like, I do yeah. that. One. Well, that's the thing too. We're like, I think. Listen, I, movies don't really scare me actually that much. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's like i think that insidious is a pretty scary franchise specifically that first one like there's like two jump scares in that first insidious movie that like actually like make my soul jump out of my body <laughs> yeah is yeah, it yeah. The, is it the um the first movie where the where like that that like mirror like thing Ball? is yeah <laughs> yeah 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 that like that's... easily one of the scariest things i've ever seen in my life <laughs> I, say, I honestly and we can make a whole podcast about this but like i think that like the darth maul behind him like the demon behind patrick wilson in the first movie i think that is the second most effective jump scare in the history of movies it's so scary like um this isn't the episode for it but do you want to tell us what the first one is? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh Mulholland drive yeah yeah oh yeah okay that is genuinely terrifying yeah. <laughs> that that one messes me up uh yeah. and it's good um it's really but good. yeah i'm i don't know i'm like semi excited for the new insidious i'll say i'm not there's not no interest there um yeah, like, it's like especially because of the director like that's what my thing it's like i think it's easy to just be like oh like another franchise horror whatever and like kind of brush it off but i think the fact that patrick wilson is directing the project is just really interesting um yeah yeah and i could get behind that um owen have you seen the other insidious movies nope okay <laughs> so we don't need it we don't need yeah, yeah. input on it but so, I we're, not... I mean, we're talking about franchise movies already yeah. uh yeah. that's like three in a row Ooh. so um now is <laughs> a good time to bring up john wick chapter four i Speaking am movies i have not movie. seen I yeah, I mean, yeah. you need to watch <laughs> one. You should one. You should watch them. Yeah, because they're, they're really awesome. Good. I don't know, man. Really good. Um, this Chad guy, I don't know about him. <laughs> wait, Ch- wait, Chad uh, Stileski. You don't know about Chad Stileski? Yep. I mean, you would know who he is if you watched the John Wick movies. <laughs> That's yeah. really like John his Wick, thing, is it not? Like, yeah, John. The like only... as a filmmaker, it's the only thing he's done before John Wick. He was like most famous for being a stuntman. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was famously. Maybe he should stick to that. I don't, I don't know. I don't... No, you haven't seen the movies, Owen. You don't get it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because he was famously, he was um, Keanu Reeves stuntman in the original three <laughs> Matrix movies. Yeah, don't you get bored making? That's the only thing you make. I don't. Shut the John Wick um, after John Wick. I am not going to. I'm not going to entertain John Owen being different. John Wick movies are good. Maybe, are good. Like, maybe Chad should step his feet out in another puddle. You know, maybe get his feet wet a little. No, what you want John Woo to come back and make like a quiet, sentimental family drama? Like, no, no, like, I want Woo. Chad to go make another movie with some other guy. I don't. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe Chad has plans when John Wick finishes. Okay, I'd like not, to see. I'd like. Yet. I'd like to see Chad's other movies. I bet you'd like to see John Wick if you just took the time to watch that. That's <laughs> like John Wick is so good. Even like, okay, here's my thing. John Wick has some of, I, I think John Wick has the best fight choreography in any like american uh action movies right i think yeah. that the gun Foon is really solid i think the movies are shot pretty well but the biggest thing to me that i think is actually really interesting is i think that the speculative world building in the john wick franchise is really fascinating because it's like it's like it takes it super seriously and the world is like very silly because we have like what's like, the world? Ass- assassin in, hotels like... and like and like and like a secret societies and stuff and it like it takes it all like super seriously it's like none of it is played for jokes ever and i really appreciate that um yeah maybe it's it's that 
yeah i mean one keanu rocks um like i yeah point break is one of my favorite movies so i'm gonna defend keanu with my life but it's also just like i don't know uh this is a kind of like a uh trivial thing to point out but like i love like the character like motivation like i love the way that they set up like john wick's trauma in the first movie and like get you to like actually be like like really really care for this guy because it's not just like another action movie like obviously like every movie tries to set up characters that like you're supposed to like but i don't know that too many like you know blockbustery type like action movies are making characters like john wick where i'm like i want to root for this guy over and over and over again like i i need to see this guy win no literally it's it's so interesting and it, it's kind of wait insane. a minute what oh god david leach co-directed the first oh my god <laughs> john shut, wick. Up. shut up no way you will find any reason to hate on these movies this without guy is the me. worst director in hollywood yeah no, and guess who guess who's not co-directing the fourth movie yeah Him. So get <laughs> well, over it <laughs> like, yeah but like yeah. you look Might at the first one but it's like no, yeah all the other ones are mm-hmm. just directed by chad Stilisky, right yeah it's... so the first one's just really bad and then the, no, and the first one's kind of the best one actually no, oh, don't I, say I that. Actually, don't I set disagree. me up with that one. Mm-hmm. I think that each Sean Wick movie might be better than the last. Because Chad is learning how to direct I think, movies. Okay. Well, yeah, I think that's part of it. And I think that, and this is actually why I'm really excited for the fourth one is because like each movie has like raised the stakes. And wait, like, there's gonna yeah. be a fifth one too. Yeah, of there's course. gonna be five. Yeah, I agree with that. Five agree. is it. Yeah, five is it. Okay. We don't need to explain the whole John Wick franchise. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I I Maybe agree. I agree with the way that the, that the stakes get. Ra- oh, and dip it. <laughs> I'm like I'm tired of like explaining why John Wick is good to Owen. <laughs> like I'm already over this. But like, but the the stakes, like I agree. Like yeah, they go up. But I think just like kind of like what I said, where like the character motivation thing, where it's like I think the first one's just the most like emotional. Like like it really like pulls you into the world and like sets it up so well. And like yeah, maybe the other ones are better, but I don't really like. For me, I'm like I don't even really want to compare them that much because I do I I really genuinely like enjoy all of them so much. Like they're all similar in score for me, at least I would say, because they're just they're all amazing. <laughs> and like I'm I'm very excited for the fourth one. We don't need to like go yeah. too much more into it. But yeah. John Wick <laughs> rules. Um, uh, Keanu's second best performance ever. Uh, is yeah, very excited. Yeah. Um, let's talk about a movie that maybe Owen is more excited for than John Wick. I, I'm not even sure. But, oh yeah. Um, let's talk about <laughs> Ferrari, the new Michael. Double M's. What did you say? Double M's. Ferrari directed by oh, Double Mike, M. Michael Mann. Yeah, Michael Mann. Right, right, right. Is this a? I don't know. You maybe so, is this movie on digital? Uh, it's a Michael Mann movie. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, no, I so I obviously it's a Michael Mann movie, so I was like, oh, like new Michael Mann movie that'll be fun, right? So I was excited about like, oh, like Michael Mann movie directed by, directed by starring Adam Driver, sounds cool. And then they yeah. released that fucking still, that still of Adam Driver with the glazed back hair standing up against that wall or outside that building or whatever. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, brother. This is going to be the best movie ever. Yeah, this might be the best movie of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's definitely a possibility. Um, and Michael Mann makes cool fucking movies. <laughs> like, like he makes really, I'm so interested 
to see like yeah. him make a Ferrari movie. <laughs> like, well, you know what I mean? It's like this is Michael Mann's first movie in fuck seven, eight years because yeah. his last movie is Black Hat, which so I gotta um, see under underrated masterpiece maybe yeah. i haven't seen it i haven't seen it that's what but they say though that that's is what they what say they that's say. what the streets say yeah <laughs> like, also didn't also didn't oh and you watched miami vice like just the other day right yeah um which is i think uh a testament to michael mann's thing is like that kind of genre isn't really my thing normally but just there are a lot of like the michael mannisms of that movie kind of reeled me in and uh, by, by that kind of play. genre you mean like like procedural like cop crime thriller. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a movie that I normally seek out, but I think the digital stuff really allowed me to kind of enter that world and appreciate it a lot. So I think anything Michael Mann does with that kind of area of digital stuff will I will find some level of enjoyment for. But I think the uh Ferrari on its own of just being a, a movie starring Adam Driver, that is a big like, oh, I'm gonna watch that movie. So you add that with the Michael Mann stuff, I think this is going to be a really great movie. Yeah, Ferrari's yeah. also interesting because this is kind of like this is like Michael Mann's last chance because yeah. this is a movie that he has been trying to get financed for like forever, right? And mm -hmm. the money has just never been there. But now he's finally going to get to make it. He has like a great cast for it, um, and he's gonna yeah. he make this movie. And you know, if this movie flops, like if this movie doesn't make money, then he's probably just like going to be. Yeah, he's going to be forced out of the industry. He's probably not going to get the chance to make another movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of optimism for it. That's what I will say. Yeah, I, I think this movie is going to be so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm, I'm super opt. I'm, do, we, I'm do we know optimistic. when this comes out? Uh, I don't think we have a confirmed date. We just know yeah. that it's going to be this Soft year. Soft 2023. It could okay, okay. it could be pushed back to next year, but yeah. Yeah. Um, as, very, as of right now, we can assume it's coming out. In very interesting. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's move on to a movie that I know at least Owen is very excited for. And I'm oh, also very excited yeah, for it. Very excited Knock for at the cabin. My little February darling here. Yeah. Yeah. Early, early into the early, into yeah. New year. One of the, the new like the newest ones we're gonna see. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I think M Knight is one of our best working directors of like now <laughs> and i think he's been really strong recently and i've liked a lot of his like modern work as much as people haven't i think old is really good so i'm expecting to kind of love this but i also think that this is a really fun cast i um that's what i was gonna say this cast is that's, really interesting yeah that's what I, pulled me in the most I as, somebody who, as somebody who didn't Grinton. like old that's what pulled me in the most <laughs> yeah rupert <laughs> grant in an m night movie i know he's in uh M. Night show that I haven't seen, but Rupert Grint and the M. Night movie is a big movie that Rupert Grint hasn't really been in big movies in forever. So yeah. you'd love to see that. Dave Batista, who I kind of talked Dave about. Dave Batista in the trailer alone, I was like, this rocks. So <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I think like the Knock at the Cabin trailer, like the, the teaser trailer, I haven't seen the full trailer yeah. that was newer, but the teaser trailer, one of the best movie trailers I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. The, yeah. the intrigue like that in that trailer is so insane. Like when they're like, we have to do this and they're like all upset and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie about? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, uh, I'd love to see this do really well critically because oh, I critically. feel like M night for a while has been kind of slammed and shammed. And I feel like I'd love for this to do really well. And, and even though people would say, like, this is the best M. Night movie in, like, 20 years, 
they can say all that as long as M Night gets to keep making movies at like this level. He will. Um, well, that's the thing. M Night makes money, right? Yeah, I know. I just love yeah. for him to kind of have that kind of safety net kind of thing more if with this movie. I think this movie doing well would be really great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that. he has that like kind of thing where like his movies are like so like like such a like easy sell i feel That's like where it's say. like you're, you don't really have to worry about his like credibility as a director or like if people like think yeah. his movies are good or not he like to the average viewer who, who doesn't pay attention to directors m night has a has a tendency to make movies where like the average person who doesn't know anything about directors is going to see the trailer for knock at the cabin or see even just like the, the tiniest like teaser. And they're going to be like, I want to go watch that movie. And that like applies to most of his movies. Yeah. Literally like home invasion vacation. Uh, yeah. Beach that makes you old. Um, yeah. Uh, two people in one body. Uh, yeah. I see dead people. You know, it's like all of his movies have like, like the simplest log. <laughs> I don't think they like, put that on the trailer. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like, I don't know, like, even like, let's just yeah. like, when I talk about like, knock at the cabin specifically, I'm like, that and you already mentioned it, Doug, but like the, the, the intrigue is like, so there even for me as like somebody who is not like that yeah, big boring, of an you know, yeah. like, I'm like, because the because the trailer, I watch it and I'm like, bro, like the, the, the anticipation for like, how that trailer is going to end, like the fact that you have this like 90 second trailer, that's just like building up to like, something very clearly and then i see how it ends i'm like okay this movie's gonna rock like at least like trailer wise where i'm like yep. uh, from a trailer i could be optimistic to see this movie because i'm like it just has all of the intrigue there yeah one of the literally one of the best trailers i've seen in and forever uh yeah and our friend john who's in the discord <laughs> he he read the friend book of the pod yeah, okay he, he read the book that actual friend of the pod by the way he read Not the book that made up friend John is based on and he said that he totally sees and he liked the book and he said that he totally sees what M Night is going to twist it in like he sees like the like he sees like how M Night is going to like take the movie around yeah. with it and that him saying that makes me even more excited too interesting yeah. i might look into into that book um let's do one more movie before we take a little break and that movie is going to be one that I know Doug is probably super excited for. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part, Part one. 1. This is my most anticipated movie of the year. Uh, Mission Impossible 7. Uh, listen, what can we say? What can we say that hasn't already been said? Tom Cruise, the greatest movie star to ever, to ever live. Um, Christopher McQuarrie, listen, I have issues with his writing, right? But uh, listen, it's it's magic. Like this is what the movies are all about, you know. It's like, especially coming off of, um, and so like, okay, oh, I need to collect myself. So in the in this era of Mission Impossible, right, where we have the where I will deem as like the McQuarrie era, which mm -hmm. we could say are he the did he did Fallout, correct? Yeah, he did Fallout. He also did um, what's it called? Uh, uh Rogue Nation. And he was a writer for Ghost Protocol. So like these, like those last three movies, I think we could say are like the McQuarrie era of Mission Impossible. So good. 
<laughs> um, especially Rogue Nation and Fallout, which kind of like reached new peaks for the franchise that I don't think a lot of people realize could have been reached to the point where it's like Mission Impossible Fallout is kind of just like understood now in the culture as like one of the greatest action movies ever made. Like not yeah. even that's not even like a hot take. It's just like <laughs> the movie. No, yeah, I, I, I'm in agreement. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like I'm not even. I'm trying to think. I I don't know that I'm gonna like squeeze in a whole Mission Impossible binge before the new one, but. For me, at least, like I, I do remember very clearly seeing uh, Fallout in theaters and and like super enjoying it. All of the other Mission Impossible movies, I can't say I've seen all of them, but I have seen certain ones. I just don't remember which ones and which. Like, I'm pretty sure I've seen the first one and I think I've seen the third one. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I I'm very excited just off of how much I liked Fallout. So maybe I'll just like fly through them before this comes out. Yeah, I think it's worth it for me, obviously. Yeah, I, like all, I like all of them. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, Dead Reckoning Part 1 is going to be really, really good. It's uh, especially I watched the featurette where um, they talked about one of the stunts that he does where he um, where Tom Cruise is like on the motorcycle and he like yeah. jumps off the cliff. Yeah. Incredible. Like yeah. literally. And I mean, when I saw that in, in, and when I saw that as like a preview, I was like this looks awesome and i didn't know like <laughs> this sounds dumb but when when they first showed the previews i especially because i don't like recall the the earlier movies even not just the ones i haven't seen and the ones that i have seen like i i remember i forget what it was but something about like the way that they branded the initial preview like when it was just like a like an initial thing seemed like it was like not a trailer for a new mission impossible i thought it was like a like a like a thing like oh honoring like the like something anniversary of the first mission impossible and it was just like a, a bunch of like clips from earlier movies cut together because they, they i remember like when they released it they had like some message at the beginning of the trailer that made it seem like it wasn't about a new movie and then i was like oh wait no there's a new mission impossible movie coming out yeah i think the trailer that trailer that you're talking about for um dead reckoning is so is that really solid because it's like it's it's the in the genre that we would call like a vibe trailer like the same mm -hmm. kind of thing that we would call like uh the avatar trailer like the way of water trailer where it's like there's just music playing and then it's just a bunch of clips from the movie yeah and then there's like whispering voiceover like that or like like hushed tone voiceover over top yeah. of it um it's so sick and like when you see because like in the trailer you see like tom cruise driving around in a little cab like little car around italy and then you see it yeah it's it's good uh <laughs> yeah uh owen how excited are you for this movie have you seen well, mission impossibles would i have to see the other ones to go see this in theaters you think i, I don't should? think so no you don't have to see them it would help because um, there yeah. is a yeah. sort, there is like an arc that happens but yeah yeah i mean as somebody who really enjoyed fallout not having remember the previous ones i think you could definitely enjoy this is coming out uh when doug uh summer sometime summer right? Yeah. I, think, I, I, think said, I think they said may may I could be wrong but i think they said may oh may sounds scary because i don't know if i'll be able to get to all of them by may but i would yeah i would like to watch all of them i've seen the first one because it was directed by brian de palma but i haven't seen the other mission impossible movies uh if i get around to it then i will uh watch them obviously but july um, 14th right now july oh, 14th okay. yeah i i'd probably be able to i'd probably be able to get those in then um, yeah, and if I end up liking them, I'll go see, obviously. Uh, yeah. But I might check it out just to check it out in theaters. 
Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I'm relatively excited. Um, let's take a little break and then keep going through more anticipated movies. Okay, we're back from our break. <laughs> we're going to go back to talking about 2023 movies. And now we're on to Wonka. Wonka. Uh, um, Owen has some thoughts about uh, the Willow. I do, because Wonka. apparently yeah. Doug has lesser thoughts about this movie. I uh, I really like Timothy Chalamet. I think Timothy Chalamet is great. I really actually do like the um, old Willy Wonka with Gene Wilder, which is, yeah, that's a blazing hot take as well. The, the Tim Burton one is, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but Paul King directing this is a really big, interesting thing. So I really like Paddington so, 2 a lot. We've all seen the Paddington movies. Have any of us they, seen any of his other movies? Like any of his No. no. Uh, <laughs> I just found out that he was the Paddington director about 12 seconds ago as Owen was talking. <laughs> um, I looked at his directing credits yeah. while Owen was talking, and That's I so found funny. out that he's the Paddington director. And my excitement for Wonka has just gone up a significant amount. Yeah, so <laughs> like this is a live reaction to me figuring yeah. out how excited I am for Wonka. <laughs> so Paul King actually isn't doing Paddington Three. Yes, he's doing Wonka instead. Yeah, he had to. Yeah, he couldn't do Paddington Three because of Wonka. So it's like this is a Which pretty big. Deal. I love Paddington Two, but I think I'd prefer a really great Wonka movie instead of a, another good Paddington movie. That might be a little hot take there, but I think the Timothy Chalamet musical Willy Wonka movie sounds right up my alley, and I'm okay. really excited. So let me throw this out instead. If there weren't <laughs> going to be another Wonka movie, what? how how would your excitement measure if instead of a Wonka movie, Paddington 3's villain was Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> what the fuck i'd love fuck? give me him give me all the timothy chalamet <laughs> like, like, would, you, would you still be more excited to see him in wonka or as the yeah yes i would be more excited yeah. to see the willy wonka movie just because i really like willy wonka as a character and i think this movie sounds like kind of made for me in that way um yeah. so yeah i'm really excited for this i would have yeah if you want to throw timothy chalamet in the next uh <laughs> Paddington movie sure <laughs> um i'd just rather this movie about time, Timothy Chalamet is going to be doing his little singing and dancing in a yeah. movie. It's yeah, like, and I think this is this is really fun because yeah. was... Also, I'm just going to put this out there. It's so unrelated, but have you like I'm looking at Paul King's letterbox picture right now, and he looks so much like what I would expect the director of Paddington to look like. <laughs> he kind of looks like Paddington. If he was Paddington like a nice was like little, an older man, like a nice little white guy. Yeah, yeah. Like a little white man. Um, sorry, when are we going to watch Bunny in the Bowl like together? So... <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I haven't seen, I don't know anything about any of his other movies. I only know yeah. about the yeah, because let's see Paul King without the bear. You know, let's yeah. let's retract this little bear that we all love from Paul King and see <laughs> what lies. Let's, let's take off the Paddington goggles. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see if Paul King is still a good filmmaker. Yeah. Okay. Um, what if we don't need to take off the Paddington? Goggles, <laughs> what, I mean, what if we keep the Paddington goggles on instead? <laughs> like, you just see everyone in his movies as Paddington. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm yeah, I but love. Even you, we, we talked about Timothy Chalamet, but I think you this cast is really stacked as well. You have Sally Hawkins, Olivia yeah. Coleman, or your yeah, Roman Atkins. I'm Keegan Michael Key. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Olivia Coleman, <laughs> Olivia Coleman yeah. is by far yeah. my favorite working actress right now. I wish she was not in that really bad but, movie that I will yeah. not name this year. But... Chalamet and Sally Hawkins' Willy Wonka movie by Paul King is kind of like perfect for me. I yeah. don't know how be better you can kind of get than that. I really hope this movie isn't bad. 
but yeah. I'll probably like it even if it is bad. Yeah, I mean uh, that's not <laughs> for really for cool. Owen. That's just like normal. <laughs> like, <laughs> Owen, Owen liking a movie yeah, that is negatively no, received. No matter like, how bad this movie is, the fact that what it is, I will enjoy it. This is like the yeah. biggest layup for you, Owen. This is like, <laughs> yeah. like I forgot. I didn't yeah. realize Sally Hawkins was in this movie. He's like one of your favorite actresses too. Yeah, no, this movie. <laughs> this movie looked awesome. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh. Okay, and I I could be could be wrong here, but I assume you're maybe at least like almost guaranteeing as much of a layup for our next movie, Infinity Pool. I think we all are excited for this movie, right? Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm the only one that's seen Brandon Cronenberg's. Uh, yeah, that's other not, movie, that's right. Thing. I don't think as much as a layup for me as uh, Wonka, but I am very excited for it because of. Uh, so, one person in particular. That I want to watch drawn. Possessor. I was gonna say I've seen Possessor. You guys haven't, right? So no, I, I have a little. Bit I want to watch it. Better, but yeah, I'd like to watch it before uh, the new one comes out. Uh, the... Possessor. I always say this about Possessor. Um, it's directed very like just like as somebody like on set like directing the movie. Right. It is directed very well, and you could really see that in the movie. Um, but Brandon Cronenberg is not um, the writer that his father is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's my issue with Possession. Um, Infinity Pool looks fucking sick. Not, not the poster, but the actual banner for this movie. Um, literally gonna like live in my nightmares. Like <laughs> that. That's yeah. one thing. I love. And this is the thing. This is something I want to clarify um, <laughs> because of our conversation earlier. Yeah. I like scary movies a lot doesn't like, sound like I, I don't know for the people I at home am not, i am not like anti-horror movies like i and and not just that but but i You're want movies You're i want them, movies to scare me i don't want them to like cross a boundary <laughs> for me and certain movies do that like if a movie is i mean like literally and granted these none of these movies are like scary they're just in the horror genre but like three out of the last four years my favorite movie of the year has been a horror movie none of them are actually that scary yeah, but yeah. like so but what I happened still... with terrifier 2 that... well that's the thing that's where i'm like there's <laughs> movies okay and, and you guys aren't gonna agree with this because it's like so silly and i'm not like yeah, i'm no. not discrediting yeah. how silly it is like i'm not like saying that terrifier 2 is not silly and has like very strong comedic moments my issue is that, and I've said this a number of times already, like the clown <laughs> genuinely fucking terrifies me. Like there's no yeah, other way to describe it. Enough, like, like it's so scary to me that I, I, like I can't movie. watch this movie. Like I can't enjoy this movie because I am so if, if I watch, this is, this is the difference. This is the difference. If I watch Terrifier 2 in theaters with a crowd of people, it might be one of my favorite movies of, that, of last year. Um, but because I watched it in the dark at home by myself, <laughs> It's hey, we were there. We were there. Um, and like Infinity Pool, I'm hoping at least I will see in theaters. So if it genuinely yeah. is scary and scary in the way that I like, where it's with a crowd experience, um, then then yeah, like I think I'm gonna enjoy this movie. And, yeah. and I really like yeah. I like the cast. Like genuinely am excited to see these people in, in a horror movie. Mia Goth, friend of the podcast. Exactly. Friend of the pod, I think, Mia Goth. I think we've agreed to a situation where she is all three of our wives, right? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> speak for uh, yourself <laughs> uh, no, yeah no, no, no. i i like mia goth i haven't i haven't achieved the like mia goth lover status that a lot really? of people have you don't, yeah, you're not a, 
Yeah, I um, think I'd like to I see love, her in okay, everything. No, here's, here's what I will say. I love... Sad that Mia. she's not in the Willy Wonka movie, because that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, like, I love her, like, in what she's... Like, I loved her in X and Pearl. Yeah. Like, Have you like, seen genuinely her? Genuinely loved her. I don't know how much I love her yet as, like an actress altogether where i'm like do like like she yeah uh, she has not uh, yet achieved like that status for me where i'm like what have you know. seen her outside of this too um i don't really know great because i really great in nymphomaniac too yeah i really I've like watched suspiria and yeah. and i haven't seen yeah i don't think i've seen any of her other movies i really like her in high life and in cure for wellness i think she's really great i saw her in X and I was like, this is a brilliant actress. I'd like to see more of her. And then she was brilliant in her other things. So yeah, I'm ready to see Mia Goth in whatever she wants to do because I'm ready to see Mia Goth like let loose and like be like you know like the like the scene stealer Mia Goth Mm -hmm. in something that's not fucking attached to Ty West. I'm done with yeah, kids. As much as me and Ty West share opinions on Psycho 1998. (laughs) <laughs> He's not the greatest director out there, and I think yeah. I'd like to see Mia Goth continue to do really interesting projects with yeah. other people, like Infinity Pool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, okay. All I'm gonna say about the Mia Goth thing is that, like, I probably should watch more of her movies, and maybe I'll be even bigger on. Yeah, her. maybe. Like, maybe a Cure, a Cure for Wellness is like a movie that I genuinely want to check out and have wanted to check out for a while. Oh, that's um, a what I'm gonna say. Alexander Skarsgård being in this movie gets me way more excited because Alexander Skarsgård is in one of my favorite movies of last year and he Dreads killed Um So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. But let's move on to our next movie, uh, The Killer, which is David Fincher's new yeah, movie. Another situation that's like soft 2023 could be pushed back to 2024. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's no, there's no confirmation, but as far as we know at the time of recording this we think it's coming out in 2023 yeah this movie i it's based off a graphic novel right uh and it's starring mm-hmm. michael fassbender as an assassin yeah that's it I, yeah I don't it, know almost that feels, it almost feels like the wes anderson thing where it's like we have our cast we have our director we have this poster both movies star tilda swinton but i really don't have much else to kind of grasp on here I love Michael Fassbender, but it's it's a new David Fincher movie starring Michael Fassbender, whose character's name is the killer. How does that not get you excited? Well, no, I'm excited. I'm excited because it has Michael Fassbender and it has all these things that is named, but it's not enough for me to be like over the moon, like can't wait for this because I just, there's not really much for me to hold on to here. I don't know. I feel like this is a, this is a a genre that David Fincher owns. Encumbered by I can't even yeah, remember. I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I don't know. Adventure is good. I'll, I'm gonna see. I'm, gonna, I'm excited for it. I'm yeah, just not... I'm, this, I, I'm, I'll say I'm super excited. Say it, for say it. Um, like the, yeah, like crime thriller type thing. Yeah. Um, like this is David Fincher's bread and butter. Like this is like, yeah. I, I think, I think there's like a, I, I, yeah. Again, I never like to say this or whatever, but it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty much going into this, like assuming that it's a guarantee that this is gonna be good, and it's just a matter of like time until I see it. Um. So yeah, I'm super excited for this. I again, like, yeah, we don't know much about. I don't know much yeah, about this. Story I, I'm either, sure but... it's going to be fantabulous. I just, I'm not. There's not really playing grab. Interesting right now. choice of words. Um. Nip yeah. Any, anything else about the killer? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. What are you gonna say? No. 
I, I, what can I say? It's going to be good. I'm excited about it. I'm yeah, excited for, excited for yeah, we don't need to go into detail. We don't know all that much, but yeah. I'm very excited. I'm excited for that it. he's going to make on. a movie now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. shout out uh, David. Another, I mean, this is like, yeah, uh, obviously, yeah. this is directors after directors here. <laughs> I was going to say, like, obviously, like every year you can expect like a number of big directors to release a movie. But yeah, this is like now that now that we're getting through this list, I'm realizing like there is a ton of um, directing talent. Uh, anyway, yeah. speaking of which, up next, uh, Napoleon, Ridley Scott movie. Uh, how about are you guys and how big are you on Ridley Scott? We... Bigger than most. I... <laughs> yeah, I like Ridley Scott a lot. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I... <laughs> I like Ridley Scott a lot. I don't really know if I care for Napoleon as like a movie kind of seller there, but I think Ridley Scott will make me go see Napoleon, and I think Ridley Scott can make me care about watching Napoleon. So I, think... I am excited for that. And Joaquin Phoenix, of course, is brilliant. Yeah. This movie, I think sneaky best movie of the year like one of Ridley Scott's best movies kind of yeah might be going on here I um, I think yeah. and it's also like yeah it's two and a half hours which makes sense because it's Napoleon like it's gonna be yeah. some probably like epic tale um and I like okay I don't know what happened to me I'm not sure why this happened but when I watched come on come on with Joaquin Phoenix some kind of like flip switched in me where i was like like i've always acknowledged how talented of an actor joaquin phoenix is like i think most people can agree he's one of if not maybe the most talented actor on the planet like and i watched come on come on and i was like oh shit like this guy's one of my favorite (laughs) actors and i just like didn't realize that until that point and that's so recent but i'm like i didn't know that i felt so strongly about joaquin phoenix until then and that's what pushed me to finally watch you were never really here and then i was like oh shit, this guy really is one of my favorite actors. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like seeing him take on like something like Napoleon, I'm like, now I'm just super excited because I, I clearly I love this guy more than I was leading on, at least in my own like head. Um, I'm less excited about the fact that it's a Ridley Scott movie, which I know is a hot take, but... Are um, you a Ridley Scott hater for some reason? No, okay. Oh, well, here's here's, here's what I will say. Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott has made three movies that I totally totally love i totally love blade runner i totally love alien and i totally love gladiator what i will say is that ridley scott's recent movie house of gucci and i know that i don't think you agree with me on this dog um I like but house of gucci is one of my least favorite movies i have seen in like the past couple of years i i like despise this movie Learn to and have fun I mean, that's the thing. That's where I hate House of Gucci so much because it's not about like what it is as a movie. I genuinely have never been that fucking bored in a movie theater in like years. Like I was watching House of Gucci and in my head, I was like, this is a seven hour long movie. Like I I could not (laughs) see the end. I was bored the entire time. And it's at least in the past couple of years, the closest I've gotten to falling asleep in a movie theater. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thinking of recent Ridley Scott, I have not seen House of Gucci. I should probably see that because I, uh, his other two recent movies are, I think are brilliant. I think the last duel and alien covenant are fantastic. So I think if we can get that Ridley Scott, instead of this, House of Gucci, Ridley Scott, that you're talking about? No, 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 no. <laughs> no but that's the thing. It's like people people could like House of Gucci. No, no, I'm not I, yeah, I'm just saying. Gucci. I'm just saying. If we can get 
the last dual alien covenant ridley scott with napoleon i think i'm gonna really like this movie so the yeah. thing that i think is kind of interesting about hasaguchi that we can interrogate is that um it is very clear that ridley scott the way that ridley scott directed that movie uh was not the way that maybe most directors would have and maybe yeah. not the way he should not, have. yeah i should i should watch it but the way that he directed that movie i think is interesting when we're thinking about napoleon now because ridley scott he literally like he not he just like let um jared leto do his thing jared leto started going <laughs> off the rails and ridley yeah. scott was like yeah jared leto like you're one of the great actors just keep going like like you do your thing like he didn't he didn't do anything to kind of like reel him in and i think yeah. it's interesting now going into napoleon where like this is a like a character study on like this like f centering around like one of our great like characters in history and one of our great actors ever right and it's like oh yeah let's have just ridley scott like be on set with walking phoenix telling walking phoenix like yeah just do whatever you want you know yeah. just, you're, you're one of our great actors just like like just letting uh walking phoenix cook with like walking no <laughs> phoenix cook yeah 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 i think that's exciting because that's, that's where i'm coming from with my house of gucci take where i'm like i don't dislike ridley scott as a director at all because i've liked a majority of the movies i've seen from him it's just that that's the most recent one i've seen so it's like that leaves a bad taste yeah. in my mouth because yeah. of how much i dislike it but like of course i'm excited like like you said yeah so yeah. i don't know seems um, like you hate ridley scott yeah know. no that's what it made it seem like and i'm like <laughs> i'm not telling people not to like house of Gucci. if you like house of Gucci, it's a little odd. i just like i wish i liked it more but i i yeah. like, really don't like that movie um next let's go on to this is a interesting jump from ridley scott but we're gonna talk about spider-man across the spider-verse i don't know how much you guys care about into the spider-verse but uh um, it's a movie like, you know it's obviously a movie that a lot of people like hype up a lot and maybe people might now consider overrated because of how much hype it's gotten um but i love with hype is overrated i am um, I, I do want to say <laughs> spider-man into the spider-verse the 16th highest movie on the letterbox top 250 um, yeah a little high but yeah. it's fine some it's may good. say it's good uh, uh I, yeah i yeah it's a movie i i don't love it <laughs> half as much as the consensus is uh, uh but it's good. you know what you rated it i do know what i rated it would you like me to tell you what I rated? <laughs> I mean, class. I'm just curious now. I rated it a three and a half star. Okay. Oh, well, that's, like, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, yes. When I saw that Yeah, movie, but I feel like this is a movie you would really like. So yeah. Is that the truth? F what? The Into the Spider-Verse, you mean? Yeah. Uh, a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I love Into the Spider-Verse. Um, yeah. And I just, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, entirely huge on superheroes in general um but into the spider-verse is spider-man and he's like one of the few superheroes where i'm like i i do want to see stories with spider-man <laughs> like this is like this is one of the few superhero characters where i'm like i want to watch this and then when you just add in like what felt like a very creative movie to me um yeah i like i ate it up like i thought that into the spider-verse was very cool it was like super fun i and it's like, yeah, it's just got such a what like watchability about it where I'm like, I just want to watch this over and over and over again. Um, yeah, I don't I think know. The movie's good. The movie's really good. I'm not. Listen, I'm not going to get on here and say that <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse is a bad movie. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, no, the movie's really good. I think that. But when we're talking about Across the Spider-Verse, which is the new one coming out, it's hard for me to feel excited about it for two reasons. 
superhero multiverse shit is so played out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm getting I'm getting fucking a little tired of it. Um, <laughs> I could agree uh, with that. And also, I, I... I actually did not like Mitchell's versus the Machines, which was it's great. Uh-huh. It's, it's a studio movie, but that's like the only other kind of like reference point I have recently for the Sony like Sony Picture Classics like uh, mm-hmm. uh animated mm-hmm. films. So it's like I don't know. It's hard for me to get yeah. like really worked up about this. Um, yeah, I mean they are two yeah. pretty like distinctly different things, but I see where you're coming from in terms of like comparing them just as like Sony Pictures. Um, yeah, it just feels like a movie that I'll watch and I'll enjoy, but I really won't like it. It's just that's it. It's it's kind of that kind of. I'll see it. I'll be like that was good. And then move yeah. on. It's it's what yeah. it's yeah. kind of whatever. Like it's a good it. movie. Yeah, you're yeah. Gonna watch it and be like, Puss in Boots is better. Uh, yeah, probably. I, just... I mean, to be fair, but I haven't yet seen Puss in Boots, but it seems like people yeah. are talking about it. Like it's like it's one of the best. Yeah, animated that's movies a, it's a year, it's a good so... animated movie uh, that um, I have a connection to. But uh, yeah, it's, I feel like Spider Man Across the Spider Verse will be good, and that's just pretty much it. <laughs> that's... Yeah, I yeah I can tell you guys aren't like. Super <laughs> I mean, that, that's all I'm. That's all I'm gonna say. All I'm gonna say is I'm very excited to see this movie. Yeah, and, I mean, and we can move on to the next hey, one. Oh, I... negative. Okay. Yeah. Like, no. Okay. Yeah. It's I'm not. not I do not have any negative feelings. It's the animated Spider-Man movie. I just yeah. All I'm saying, I'm not. I'm not trying to paint it as like a you guys are are negative on this movie thing. I'm trying to say you you hate Ridley Scott. We can hate the Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My my point is that I'm very excited for this movie, and that's all. Fair enough. Um, there's a lot of people. Let's go to Renfield, directed by Chris McKay. I don't is Chris McKay related to Adam McKay in any way? Can we? Uh, Who cares? Both of them not the greatest of directors. Uh, this movie looks very interesting, if that's the word you want to use. I love Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is one of my favorite actors, and I think him playing Count Dracula is kind of perfect. Like, this is some of my favorite casting in a while. I feel like the rest of the movie looks kind of bad, though. So, like, yeah, pro Nicolas Cage Dracula, anti kind of everything else going on here. I will see it just because Nicolas Cage is Dracula, but I'm not excited for Chris McKay making this movie uh-huh yeah okay uh quick fact check i don't believe that they no, are related, they're related which gives me more optimism because anybody who is related to adam mckay can't possibly be a good director yeah um, we also well <laughs> it's like chris, so chris mckay is also he's coming off of the tomorrow war which is not the a great Prime original film yeah yeah uh, not a fan of that movie the, yeah. have you seen it yeah, I sadly yeah. have. Yeah. I did not check that one out because it stars Chris Pratt and it's called The Tomorrow War, but yeah. the people don't like that movie. Yeah, the yeah. streets. Well, that was my, that's, how I felt, that's how I felt about the movie going in. I went into the yeah, movie yeah. knowing I wasn't going to like it and I yeah, still yeah. took the time to watch it anyway. And Yeah, uh, yeah shocker, um, I didn't like it. Yeah, the Lego <laughs> Batman's good, but like, I don't see how that translates to Renfield. Um, yeah, not and much, Tomorrow and World looks not abysmal. Much overlap. There's not much overlap between those two things, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like Lego no. Batman and the Tomorrow War. So it's like, if these are not, yeah, if there's this, no, like overlap, and there's no real way to like judge how that'll translate to yeah. Renfield. So. Also, this is going to be this is going to be a weird. Bear with me here. I think the fact that it's sorry Nicholas Holt um, makes me less excited about it too. Not because I think Nicholas Holt is a good actor, but I think that he maybe doesn't have the like the best taste in terms of like projects that he picks just neither does like, nicholas cage well but no nicholas cage does anything um but like <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying 
Yeah. But like, I don't know. He's like Nicholas Holt. It's like, I don't, I can't think of a Nicholas Holt movie where I, like a movie where he was in or a project he was attached to that like really excited me, you know? Um, yeah. Man, um, I can think of one in particular. That's one of my favorite movies ever. But, yeah. The uh, menu. For Mad Max. Guy, right? yeah, the menu. Oh, he was Kevin loves Max. the menu. Yeah. I like Mad Max. Okay. Okay. Take back what I said. Then I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, one yeah. movie. That's also, he's in like... the favorite. He's in the favorite, which is really good. All right. But look at this. Bull crap filmography here. Like this is not great. I'm saying yeah. I you're hope also, you're also treating Nicholas Holt as like a leading man when like in reality well, this like, he oh, is right, a leading man right, here. This right, is a leading right. man here. He is so. a leading man here. Oh. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's yeah. like you can't look at his filmography and judge it like he's like some movie star, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess well, he, really, he is a movie I star. I was but... thinking about um the menu and I was just like, I don't like the menu. <laughs> And yeah was, but he's he's interesting you can't say he's not interesting in it at least no, he's, that's what that's what i mean it's like it's not about him as an actor as much as it's about what like he's maybe picking his taste for the projects that he picks yeah. But, yeah. but i guess like that's like yeah. that was i was preempted to say that because i do really like mad max and the favorite um here's what i'll say i hope this is my favorite movie of the year i have very big doubts that it will not even come close and that is this that's the sad part about it i think Nicolas cage count dracula is brilliant and everything else kind of scares me yeah. yeah, and I'm also like I hate to bring it up, but but if we're just talking about Nicolas Cage, like the unbearable weight of massive talent was not a good movie. Not a great one. <laughs> not, not a, not a good movie. Uh, kind um, of a stinker. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't I, like. Obviously, I still like Nicolas Cage and other stuff, but that yeah. certainly makes me less optimistic about this movie that I'm all, but, uh, already not that excited. Yeah, for. Nicolas Cage is a vampire, though. Vampires kiss. It's a great movie. So I, if any yeah. more of that is going to be in here, give me that. I'll enjoy it kind of on that level. Yeah. All right. Give let's, a, yeah. Give me that cheesy on. Nicolas Cage performance and I'm sold. Uh, okay. Okay. About this movie. Do we have anything to say about this? About Evil Dead Rise? Yeah. Evil Dead Rise. Uh, um, okay. I mean, on a surface level, you can talk about Yeah. Well, what I will say like... is I've never watched an Evil Dead movie, so I can't offer that much, but. But me and I... Owen haven't seen the remake. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, but this isn't. I don't think it's anything to do with the remake. Yeah, it's a it? sequel to the remake, isn't it? Is it? None of these people are in the remake. Hmm. That's how, so that's the weird thing is I we don't really know <laughs> uh, because none of this cat like it's a different director, right? It's a different director. None of these cat like none of these cast members are in the remake. Oh, it's a, this is a prequel. I just read the plot. It's a prequel a, to a, the remake. It's a prequel to Evil Dead, the oh. Sam Raimi movie. One of them. Interesting. They have the same plot. What do you want me to say? It's <laughs> well, yeah. So, so it is. So, no, no. So, okay. So, they it isn't clear there if it's it's a sequel to the concept of Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. It's this yeah. is like the, the plot. Like the plot description makes it very uh, clear to me that this is uh, takes place before the events of uh okay the cabin and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's be, I don't know. I, I assumed you guys were going to be more excited. For uh, so excited yeah, I, I was Listen, unaware. Produced, of that. no, 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 it was fine. Produced by Sam Raimi and Bruce by Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I don't and, know. All, all I know is that e Evil Dead. In terms of like <laughs> franchise movies coming out next year, like when we were talking about like stuff I might have to binge leading up to it, um, Evil Dead oh, is one of the franchises where I'm like. I want to watch time. Evil Dead it's movies. Like, I'll, I'll do time. this. Yeah, like yeah. I'll do this. Um, so, so there's yeah. at least like they're good. There, there's there's hope there that I like <laughs> the Evil Dead movies, and that gets me excited for this one. I that's, don't that's think that you will like the Evil Dead remake. <laughs> Uh -oh. the yeah. remake i i haven't yeah, seen the i think you know i think I you'll think, really I think I, like i think i will really like the original i like, think you'll really like evil dead 2 and army yeah. of darkness you will like um, evil dead 2 for sure 
So, yeah, the thing with me is, so I'm interested in this because I have Evil Dead attached to it, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I like Evil Dead because of Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Like, you know, like this just, so I don't know, I hope this is good, but the two aspects I really like, yeah, I'm interested, but the two aspects I really like about Evil Dead 2 and all that franchise is Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi, and that's just really not, they're producing, but that's not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we don't have okay. to go into it too much. Let's look at oh, hell yeah. 65. I know all three of us are very <laughs> excited for 65, this movie. Also movie known as Before Earth. Um, yeah. Also yeah. also known as the best Adam Driver movie of 2023. <laughs> yeah. Also known as uh, the, the best dinosaur movie ever made. Yeah, oh, yeah. Now, now we're now we're pushing limits. I think. I, oh, I not, it's you, not even not yeah. even really close. I think okay. Scott Beck um, and Brian Woods are going to bring it as yeah. superior directors to anybody who has ever touched a dinosaur. Okay, movie. I don't like this joke anymore. I like the joke <laughs> I think Earth. Adam I Driver. Like I love but that Adam you like Driver the joke is when the joke was on Michael Mann, but now you don't <laughs> yeah. like it because it's on Mr. Spielberg. Yeah. Um, okay. It's not about Mr. Uh, Spielberg. It's about Spielberg. Mr. Spielberg's <laughs> best movie in my eyes. It's not hard to have a best movie if they're all bad okay all right well no nobody nobody listening to the <laughs> podcast really needs funny. to know just how much you hate steven spielberg uh <laughs> oh, i don't have any problem with steven i just yeah. um i think adam driver's movie here is going to be a smash hit and i'm really excited to see him do this weird funky dinosaur action yeah. movie because i like seeing the great directors do fun things and this looks yeah. a lot of fun I mean, this, and yeah, i'm the trailer really excited awesome. for this yeah um, I'm genuinely excited from watching the trailer and I don't know if that's the opinion that it is like the consensus about the trailer. I, yeah, um, I have heard, I've the heard sh- negative feelings about this trailer. The trailer uh, it looks awesome. Incredible. Yeah. The trailer yeah. looks amazing. I, this is, it's like, this is one of those, like it's, it's like, it's low concepts, like sci-fi action with no, a star a attached to it. You know, it's like, this is like, we need more shit like this. Like, yeah. It's like low concept, as in it's like, what if a guy with a gun goes back in time sixty five yeah. million years to dinosaurs yeah. or whatever? Call that sixty five. Alexandra Ooh. Ship is in it. I don't know if I even remember seeing her in the trailer, but I like Alexandra Ship a lot. So uh, she's in Love Simon, <laughs> which is a movie that I really like. Yeah. And I think and I think she did really good in Tick Tick Boom, even though I'm not like totally in love with that movie. Um, so yeah, and for what it, for what it's driver worth, though, yeah, for what it's worth though, we just talked about Evil Dead Rise. This is a movie that's also produced by Sam Raimi. So oh, I forgot about that. For yeah. whatever that is worth, Sam Raimi is also attached to Sixty Five. I was unaware. So Sam um, Raimi is a busy guy this year. Oh, and Danny Elfman is doing the score. I'm just looking at the crew. Yeah, um, Danny Elfman, who yeah. you don't know, one of like maybe the five greatest film composers ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so I, wasn't, I didn't. Sounds realize. like a, a a great time. Ooh, great time with the yeah. 65 here. Sounds yeah. literally, I think for all three of us, like one of our most anticipated movies of the year. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ex- I'm like excited a, for it's like a blast. I'm excited for 65. However, I'm probably more excited for this next movie than other people are, specifically the two other people here. Uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Um, yeah, this movie looks like dog shit. Yeah. I, okay, well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a certain... There's a certain level of mm-hmm. excitement that I get for hate watches. Like, because I don't, I, tr- I try to like, I try to see most new releases. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I'm obviously going to prioritize movies that are, that are good. Um, but that makes like my worst of the years more like 
fun for me when I actually like take the time out of my day to watch like this really bad movie that I'm just going to like shit yeah. on the whole time. <laughs> um, and like Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, like in comparison to like other hate watches I might have. Yeah seems significantly more fun and i think Winnie that there's the it's not a blood high possibility honey. but there's a real possibility that i genuinely like this movie one of the well, two blood and honey from the director of the <laughs> yeah, yeah. tree there you go Name off. um the area 51 incidents uh-huh. fire nato yeah. yeah um dinosaur prison uh-huh sky monster <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, one yeah. of our, it's one of also, our finest directors. Also, producer, <laughs> producer of the Easter Bunny Massacre, right? Okay. Jack Frost, Dinosaur Hotel. Like, I don't know, Kevin. I think even if you're really excited for this movie, I think we should start getting into some other works <laughs> by the great uh, guy here because I think you'll really enjoy. If you're really excited for, let's not name him. Let's no, not. <laughs> I, no, I think I think we have some we have some movies to get to because I think I think you'll really like Fire NATO and The Killing well, Tree. Fire NATO sounds like an intriguing movie to me, and that's all yeah. Uh, all thirteen insane. members on Letterbox that have logged it, I think, really yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> I get the idea. I get the idea that you guys aren't that excited for Winnie the Pooh. No, I'm just saying. But, I think there's a lot of movies uh, similar to this that have already existed that you can check out as well. I'm just, you know, giving you some recommendations here because I know how excited you are. All I'm gonna say is give it a chance. Okay, (laughs) let's not be let's not be so hard on the poop on it, honey. Okay, yeah, let's give it a let's give it a chance because this is very much like in the territory of. I'm going to give this two and a half stars, but it's by far going to be my favorite two and a half star of the year. (laughs) That's I mean that's high praise. Winnie the Pooh. But Blood and Honey looks like a half star movie. It looks like a movie that oh, I. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, a fat half star. Um, <laughs> listen, it's possible. Probably it's not possible even going to see it. it. Probably yeah, not even it's possible see that it. I hate it, but whatever. Um, uh, On the same exact subject, let's just knock it out because I know you guys are going to shit yeah, all talk about talk too. about another talk about um, another half story let's talk about another movie that i'm excited for that both of you guys are hating on okay <laughs> yeah, cocaine looks, bear looks like uh, a fucking joke i'm gonna be honest bear, <laughs> well it is a joke it, listen cocaine bear a joke that like, i'm not laughing at i really yeah. it's uh from the, director, the trailer the trailer looks bad genuinely bear, looks bad. horrible from the director of movie 43 the, the charlie's oh, angels remake yeah um <laughs> Okay, yeah. but also you say movie forty three, but you don't mention Pitch Perfect two. Come on, also a bad movie. I don't know. Um, sure, oh. if you're a loser, maybe <laughs> like Pitch Perfect rocks. <laughs> All right, whatever you say about Pitch Perfect two has nothing to do with cocaine back. Is that is yeah. a completely well, different? Well, it does thing. have something to do because they have the same director. Wait, okay, no, yeah, wait, okay, wait, but wait, how wait, is no, their guys, Pitch Perfect guys, two guys, guys, Is Cocaine Bear the last movie Ray Liotta is ever in? Yeah. Um, I'm like I wasn't even 90, aware Ray Liotta's in the movie. I'm like 98% sure this is the end of Ray Liotta's career here with that's, this SNL Bear movie. That's uh, actually really sad. Oh my god. Yeah. Sad, sad, or <laughs> don't exciting don't do those here. things. Yeah. So I mean, when <laughs> Cocaine Bear tra- like the Cocaine tra- little poster came out, I was like, hey, this is a concept. This is an idea. That trailer dropped, and every like optimistic opinion I had about this movie left the door because this movie looks like garbage. Yeah, it looks like a waste of time. Listen, and... it's very likely that it's going to be one of the worst movies of the year. I'm not denying that, but yeah. I'm also not going to deny that I'm excited to give it a chance. That's what I'll say. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's just because I don't know. I just feel like this is movie has been getting a lot more talk than a lot of the movies on this list, and yeah. there's a lot of like really yeah. great 
like soon to be i'm assuming great movies here and then cocaine bear is running with headlines that is yeah no i get that i i can i can certainly see that um okay let's let's move on from cocaine bear because there's a couple (laughs) movies that we should probably try to squeeze in here uh this one the super mario bros movie is coming out pretty early into 2023 if i'm not mistaken right um Uh, like may yeah, but, well, earlier than a lot of these other movies we're talking yeah. about, at least. Infinity um, Pool comes out this month. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, out. I did not know that. Yeah, it comes um, out in January. <laughs> interesting. Okay, so Super Mario Bros. How how do we feel? I'm not a Chris Pratt fan whatsoever, <laughs> yeah. um, but the movie itself looks like fun to me. It we're looks not, like a movie okay. that I might enjoy. <laughs> Let me break this down for you. We're not Chris Pratt fans. But I I can say for sure, I'm a big Mario guy, and Mm -hmm. I am an Anya Taylor-Joy super fan. (laughs) So uh, I, of course, I'm excited for this. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, Um, and one thing that this movie does well is that as people who don't like Chris Pratt, we don't actually have to look at him. (laughs) We only only have to listen to him. That is true, (laughs) which is, you know, half the fight there. Yeah, Um, exactly. Um, I think you look past Chris Pratt, though. And this is a brilliant cast. I mean, yeah, I'm in agreement. I'm in the agreement. Guys like that fun are directing here. this movie too directed the Teen Titans Go movie, which was really oh, good. Uh, okay. That movie was actually okay. kind of smart and funny. So I, I don't, I'm really yeah, I didn't see that. But... Yeah, I love the the Teen Titans show. I haven't seen the Teen Titans Go movie, but maybe I should check that out. I'm like a fake fan, but yeah, yeah I think the Super bit. Mario movies kind of I kind of feel similar with the um, Into the Spider Verse movie. Probably a little more excited for Super Mario. But yeah, it's just like it's just a movie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It looks cool. I think I think I think what I will good. say. Which Chris Pratt wasn't attached to it. <laughs> yeah, but what I will say is like it gen- like putting aside like just the the voice acting cast like yeah. it looks cool. It, it does like, look like cool. the actual yeah. like visual appeal of this movie, like the way that they're building like the Super Mario Bros. like world for the movie. Yeah. Like in my opinion, at least, like when I watched the trailer, I was like, "Oh, this looks cool." Like when I saw the in the trailer the little like Rainbow Road scene, I was like, "Oh, I'm." <laughs> like excited for this movie yeah, yeah. I, I also um, i like how they're handling uh, i think how princess preach looks in the trailer like how she's gonna be like the kind of warrior <laughs> princess speech going, going on mm-hmm. i think that look sounds awesome yeah i'm excited for yeah it. yeah peach. relative Ooh. excitement um <laughs> let's just yeah we're gonna we're gonna power through some of these movies because we're gonna squeeze as many as we can let's yeah. talk about the new indiana jones movie i fun fact I've not seen any Indiana Jones movies. Uh, don't worry um, about it. No, no, you should worry about it. They're good. Uh, Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. I will say about this, I am not one to be like, we need 10 million old-ass sequels. Like, oh, no. You know, don't like, we don't need, like, a new Indiana Jones movie or anything. The trailer for this movie is so fucking good. The trailer for this movie is so good. It's yeah. it's insane. Um, I I cannot believe I'm excited for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, okay. Dial of Destiny my... is a horrible title. I hate that. Yeah, thing. I don't like that. Oh, but yeah. what I do like is like this. This sounds extreme, but this cast makes me want to binge the Indiana Jones movies. Like like Phoebe Waller Bridge as the second lead to Harrison Ford. I cannot be like more excited for that. Like I'm so in love with Fleabag. I think it is so so good. I think Phoebe Waller Bridge is so so talented. Mm-hmm. Like seeing her in this big blockbuster in Indiana Jones movie makes me think that it's worth it to watch all the other ones before this. Plus, Mads Mikkelsen. 
who yeah. I Kevin, like, I think you would I'm like a, the Indiana Jones movies. No, I, ge- I genuinely think I will. I think I will a lot. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I'd say relative excitement for this one, for me, depending on my reaction to binging the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Probably a uh, skit for me. L plus okay. ratio plus you're dumb plus good. <laughs> Moving on to Scream 6. Owen, talk about it. Yeah. So... Scream 5 is okay. I feel like it feels like a fan-made Scream movie. And <laughs> That's crazy. I think Scream 6 is just going to continue that kind of fan-made vibe. I hope it doesn't. I hope it feels like a Scream movie, but also tries something different. It is trying something different. It's in New York, which is interesting, uh, as a premise at least. I'm semi-excited for it just because it is a Scream movie, and I like the Scream movies. But yeah, I'm not crazy about the guys who are directing them. Yeah, I'm a Scream Five enjoyer. Um, I really certified Scream liked, Five. Yeah, yeah, I really liked Scream Five in like the mm-hmm. loosest sense. Like, I'm not like in love with it or anything, but like, I genuinely had a much better time than I was anticipating. Especially because Scream Five, I believe, was the first 2022 release that I saw in 2022. Um, so like it was a fun way for me to start the year because I wasn't comparing it to anything yeah. else yet. You've um, seen the other, you've seen all the other screen movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for, for this one. I don't I'll, like, I'll I, say I, this right now. Make Jack champion, the killer avatar, <laughs> the way of water spider there, make spider, the killer of this movie. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan. That's that's okay. Interesting. Or you know what? Give him a cool kill scene. I want to see Jack Champion do something cool in this movie. Um, Yeah. Uh, Doug, how excited are you? Are you for this movie? What's I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, Doug. Doug is a. Um, watch the first three at least. That's one of my favorite movies ever. Watch uh, the first Um, four. Yeah, I mean they're all good. Really soon too. This movie's coming out in like two months. Scream yeah, yeah, 4 sorry. is very underrated and I think is great. I'll uh, watch yeah. all of them. Yeah. Maybe not yeah. in time to watch the new one, but I'll watch all of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we are not gonna be able to fit the final seven movies, but I'm going to list, <laughs> I'm gonna at least list these seven movies off and you can tell me which one yeah. of these seven you guys are most excited for. So yeah, we have yeah, the next movie in the Hunger Games series, The Ballad Super of Songbirds hype. and Snakes. The cast we have, is crazy. Yeah. We have... What did you say? The cast in the song. Oh, the cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, the cat. Um, Shazam, Fury of Gods. We have The Little Mermaid. We have the new Aquaman movie. We have the new Transformers movie. We have the Dungeons and Dragons movie. And we have Magic Mike's Last Dance. I'm going to go first. Magic Mike's Last Dance out of these seven is easily the one that I'm the most excited for. But the what I will banner. say is that I do really like the Hunger Games trilogy. The banner for Magic Mike's Last Dance on Letterboxd is insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I'm also... I haven't seen any of the Magic Mike movies, but I like Steven Soderbergh enough to say that that is a, going to be the movie I pick out of all those other ones. Because I think uh, one that looks like really? lame. <laughs> my feet most anticipated movie oh, out of this list and it's not even close is aquaman, aquaman and the yeah, lost yeah, kingdom yeah. <laughs> written and directed by james wan are the uh, greatest living filmmaker uh you guys are smoking crack yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. well actually I'm, i want to make a small correction because i don't oh. even know why i just had this little lapse in judgment 
but I'm a Transformers super fan. I like all of these movies, no matter how bad yeah, they are. I don't know. Um, yeah. You're going to go with Transformers there. There's a real conflict here because I, I genuinely have a strong level of excitement for the Magic Mike movie. Oh, and it's and the guy who did your favorite movie ever, Creed 2. What, for the... Transformers movie. Transformers yeah, Stephen Cable yeah. Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, listen... The only thing I will say is that the Transformers movie trailer for Rise of the Beasts looks like, like wrong. It looks like it, it looks like the movie came out like ten years ago. I don't know if anybody else gets that feeling, but like I saw the trailer and I was like, this doesn't look like the trailer for a movie. Coming out. I think. Well, okay, here's what I'll say. I think the design for the Transformers in this one is very good. I think they look very yeah. good. Um, I think I actually I like the way that the transfer that the that the Transformers look in the trailer for Rise of the Beast more than any of like the Michael Bay stuff. Uh, yeah. Um. And okay, the only I'm I'm just gonna throw this out before we end the episode, but I'm relatively excited for the second Shazam movie. I I did enjoy the first Shazam movie. I'm, I'm excited also... about it too, just because Rachel Zegler is one of my favorite actresses. <laughs> okay. And she is New Jersey her. native. Not yeah. just that, but Rachel Zegler could almost become a friend of the pod because I have friends who know Rachel Zegler because she's from New Jersey. So we're one. Shout we're, out we're a couple the pod, Rachel Zegler. Rachel Zegler ratioed me on Twitter one time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all I'm saying is that we're a couple of steps away from getting Rachel Zegler to be a, a friend of the pod. I, I'm going to be <laughs> honest, Kevin. I legitimately don't think I could handle having a conversation with Rachel Zegler. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, let's just mention The Little Mermaid, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. We don't have to even talk about that <laughs> you know what you know what you know what put chris pine in Dungeons and dragons i hope that movie is good because, so do i i'm not saying because I'm honestly that thing looks right up my alley but it looks bad yeah <laughs> i um, like i would like a new good fantasy movie that movie looks bad i like john francis daly as an actor i don't know i haven't seen this movie that he directed but yeah i i, I hope that movie's good but i don't think it will be I, I don't have any excitement for it, but I'm not saying I like want it to fail or anything. Um, yeah, it's a movie. That yeah. I don't. Yeah, I do think that uh, I want to see The Little Mermaid succeed. Um, not uh, like nearly as excited for it as most of the other movies on this list, but I yeah I don't know. I hope it's good. I I don't think it'll be good, and I also don't want it to make money. So that's not <laughs> yeah, I'd like Disney to kind of burn. In a little like hole somewhere. Yeah, I want Disney to like stop making these fucking live action. Yeah. Remakes, so I hope and I and like... I hate to kind of like have Halle Bailey take the fall for that. That's, yeah. That's well, that's where I'm. Fault. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, no, that's, like, that's where I'm coming like, from. I'm on board with you guys in terms of the Disney hate and specifically yeah. the hate. Maybe if this one does well, and then every I other one can I do don't bad. Wanna see, yeah, I don't want to see yeah. Halle Bailey like take the blame for. Uh, a problem that is clearly like a yeah. Disney live adaptation problem. Yeah, Halle yeah. Bailey is like she's a good singer. Um, I don't know if she's what movies has she been in. Yeah, she's a good uh, singer. I don't like, know. Let it shine. Shout out, let it shine. I don't know if she's a good actress, yeah. but she's a really good singer, and I think that she's interesting casting, I guess, for this movie. But it's just like the trailer for this movie looked so hopeless for me. I was like, this movie looks so yeah, boring. and yeah. it's actually kind of horrible timing with Avatar: The Way of Water. Because, like, we just got shown the capabilities of how beautiful water can look like with CGI and all that stuff. And for this movie to come out, it looks like 
it's going to wait the v Diggs is playing sebastian what the fuck yeah well that i'm excited for because That's... i'm a big david Diggs fan uh he's in Javier bardem is in this movie wait what the hell yeah yeah oh yeah they normally get a really nice cast with yeah, these this like cast Disney is actually... yeah Javier bardem king triton i think no the cast um... from top to bottom in this is actually kind of fucking based as hell but the yeah biggest... <laughs> i yeah i'm yeah, a big fan i i have not seen hamilton <laughs> um so it's kind of hard to say that i'm a huge david Diggs fan but like he's in one of my favorite movies ever like, blind spotting is really so, so like good. blind spotting yeah, yeah exactly. you just must really like spotting is one of my favorite it. movies of all time i'm obsessed with that movie so yeah um uh, yeah a lot, a lot of david Diggs love um anything else that's not on the list that you guys might want to add or are we all wrapped oh, up sure. here well uh, I don't know anything off the top of my head right now. Yeah, Kevin, you really like, put me at a spot. Yeah, I mean, listen, I was just wondering if you had something well, in your minds already. Did, if you, you don't have to think off the top of your head. I did want to throw out that um, that I'm really happy with the the Hunger Games movie. I hope the new Hunger Games movie is good because, again, like Rachel Zegler is one of my favorite actresses. But um, yeah. I what's her name hunter schaefer is also going to be in the hunger games movie and that's going to yeah, be like really. her first big movie because she's really only been in tv and I'm, yeah. i really hope that works out for her because she is such a good actress yeah. that she needs to be in more shits we didn't talk about maxine did we um um we no but didn't I because, because we don't not know if it's coming out oh you're right you're right yeah because right. i believe the production got pushed back so it might come out early 2024 um yeah but yeah, I'm uh, just to throw it in there. Like, yeah, I'm also like very excited. Not not very, but um, I like the idea of another Hunger Games movie. I really like the Hunger Games movies um, yeah, in terms of like, universe. yeah, they're just yeah, they're just movies that I enjoy. I'm like, I'm not like in love with any of them, but I I do really like them. I I do really want to see uh, what a new like I, I assume trilogy would look like or. Are they yeah. based off of books or are these? Are yeah, these are based off books. Um, okay. I, at least I think so. I believe I saw this book in Barnes and Noble, if I'm not mistaken. Um, okay. Big Barnes and Noble guy, Kevin here. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big yeah. Friends of the Pod, Barnes yeah. and Noble. Um, okay, let's wrap up yeah. on our list. That's gonna that's gonna end our list for now. If we don't have anything else to add, you guys can comment if we missed something and reach out and let us know which one of these movies or movies that weren't included on the list you're most excited for this year um and next week we're going to be talking about megan and also playing a little movie themed guessing game so we'll see how that goes and we'll see you guys next week